1: Read
0: from sheets I am I am Terrible clink Motherfucker so king.
2: king Now repeat all Very fast
0: Please I am So Faster I am So no, no, Not so fucking no, That so looks good meaning I, I am Stop so talking king. over the intro What? <laughs> you stop dinging out of order And I won't talk over the intro Fucking ding you out of order <laughs> This whole, this whole podcast is out of order <laughs> Oh, That's warm. <clears throat> I switched it up to the quantum. From the, we the red busted. breast. I know. Dave didn't offer. It. He just told us how good it was, and and I did get it down right now. Yeah, no. it was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and he did not go get it. Though. No, you want it? No, I don't want it. i Drink,
1: yeah. No sex for you guys tonight. I was fishing for you, you guys headache. to be like,
0: "Oh, I'd like a shot of it." You know how I know Brad's not going to have sex with me. If he ties his sweats, like right when he ties his sweats, that means yeah. it's over. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I if I come tired. home and his sweats are already tied, I know they're not coming yeah. off. What was that? Yeah? It was from uh, that fucking, uh, <sighs> god damn it. It's the one where they have the extract. Yeah, it's called Extract. It's what's his name from Curb Your Enthusiasm, Jason Bateman. When he comes home, if, his, right. if his wife's That's sweats right. are tied yeah. already, he sees it in slow-mo. It's like, <laughs> yeah. mmm, she ties them and sits on the couch. He's like, he's not getting sex. He, yeah. She throws her feet up. <laughs> So you guys watch Game Night? You haven't watched it yet? I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it yet. Who's
1: in that? Huh? Who's in it? Jason Bateman.
0: Oh, I don't know. No, I, don't, I don't know a lot of movies from him, to be honest. I don't know what it That's is. That's good. That one's a good one. We
2: need to write a movie all called right. Jason that has uh. all the Jasons in it. Yeah. have you Got funny. Jason Bateman, Jason Statham, Jason Momoa. Like a Malkovich uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Just like They're, they're all just play just themselves. Every, all the Jasons. I don't know yeah. other Jasons. Jason. Jason Voorhees. Yeah, we'll make Jason Voorhees <laughs> a character. Like, we need all the Jasons. Yeah. Be There's
1: tons of Jasons, I'm sure.
2: Yeah. Because what kind of genre is it going to be all of a sudden? That's the big oh, question. Oh, man. I With Statham and true. Momoa, it's leaning towards <sighs> action. Then again, I Bateman, mean,
1: Bateman he does action. Maybe yeah, Bateman just
2: has to hang
0: out with the crazy didn't, guys and didn't he, he has do, to go, He
1: gets
2: tagging along on some heist. Yeah, cuz he didn't he
1: do keep it up with the Joneses or whatever or they're robbing banks and shit like.
0: well, he did that? Yeah. He was he did Ozark, right? Yeah. What he if he's just Ozark. a stone cold killer though? You know, It'd I mean, they're scared of him. He's the Yeah, he's yeah. a serial killer, right? Yeah. And they're scared of him. <laughs> the though. opening yeah. scene he kills
2: Jason Voorhees.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the Jason. that's the Jason with his own machete. Yeah.
2: Oh, we have to put Jason Bourne in it too, though. Oh,
1: Jason
0: Bourne,
2: damn it! It's okay. All right,
0: we got a new we spot. Santiago's. You've been there, Brad. What's that? A Mexican restaurant. Where is it at? It's not a new spot. It's an old spot. It used to be on Eighth Street back in the day, and then it uh, it disappeared for a little while. I don't know, like if it closed or moved or what happened, but it's on the. It's on like Weibel. What's Oak turned into? Is it Weibel, Weibel. or Wilson? Weibel. Weibel. I always get this confused. But like when you're headed, like you're going to the mall, like you're going to Ming Avenue. Weibel. Between, you know, uh, Brundage and whatever. Like it's it's right there by like David's Bridal or whatever that weird mm. place is. It's like a weird spot. It's Weibel. But it's good and it's like. But that's it was, Oak
1: still right there, actually.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird though. Like No, Oak starts after. It's not Oak Weibel. anymore. That's, that's Weibel. Weibel. Um, but it was like, I went to walk in and it's like, it's oddly <clears throat> situated in this weird building. And like the door. Was like, it doesn't really look like a front door, but the sign's right there. It's like this old Dutch building, you know, like has a yeah, little yeah, it's at, yeah. right there. Yeah. So, but the door's just weird. And you open the door and it's, it's like, on Wood Street, it's like Wood the side of the bar. Yeah. And you're like, there's just people sitting there and like the bartender there. And you're like, oh, I don't think this Is this a side door? I thought it was a side door. So I close it and I go around the other side. I was like, nope. I come back. I was like, okay, I'm just going to walk in and ask. I was like, is this the door? He's like, yeah. <laughs> it, it's weird. I'm sorry. It's weird. He's like, just go ahead and have a seat. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to, to get the restaurant. He's waiting for
1: you to come back in. Yeah, yeah. and so I walked yeah. right back in. I like,
0: He's like, no, it's weird. And so uh, we go sit down, but it was like, the food was fucking great. I got a chili verde chimichanga, fucking yeah. chips I don't know, you like, you like lob. Costa, the and that place is garbage. No, you got the right thing though. I only like
1: you can't uh, go to you can't say a place is good and only get the right thing. Well,
0: like sometimes like,
1: that happens. You took me to what's the taco place with the fish tacos that I had to try and they were terrible. And you're like, oh no, they're, oh, just, you're they're usually not like this. You're tripping. We chose talking to Weecho, yeah, terrible. Oh, I went tripping. there again too. We went there and it wasn't very good.
0: No, you're tripping. lot no. of tacos aren't that I great, know.
1: but the the fucking fish I up, tacos. I grew up are great. in real Mexicans. I'm fucking. I'm talking fresh tortillas, <laughs> fucking.
0: Oh, you wonder who makes fresh tortillas,
1: though, is that 34th Street? I can't Street. even believe you. The 34th Street? <laughs> that place sucks, dude. That's fucking the 34th Street in the in the Chevron. That place oh, is garbage. Oh, you They're fucking, you get a burrito from there, and the whole top three quarters of it is a fucking edge of a burrito. No way. Or the tortilla. And you're like, what no, the no, fuck no, is no. this? And it's like rubbery. No, you, you had a bad no, experience. I've, no. You, you wanted fresh tortillas? I gave times. you
0: fresh tortillas, and you no. d- declined it. You could have said Vallarta, and I'd like, okay. I was going to say Vallarta, yeah. Yeah. They make the tortilla sometimes right there. There's a Mexican lady making the tortilla before she yeah, makes your breakfast. They suck. It's a the fat chick. She sucks. No, it depends. I'll on slap her it. in the back of the head. This guy, I don't he's know so I can, picky, dude. Yeah, so I'm very. Picky. Apparently. Apparently. I mean, you can go to Vallarta. That sucks.
2: And I mean, it's easier if you speak Spanish, but if you go to Vallarta, you can like get the tortillas they just fucking made. Yeah, right. Because they're just sitting there making yeah, no. tortillas. You could be like, yeah. can I get those fresh. right there? I, yeah. I own
0: a taco shop. I used yeah. to buy those tortillas yeah. every day before I, <laughs> yeah. before I made tacos. Yeah.
2: yeah. Damn, they're, and they're chips. They turn them in. Ugh, all their shit's yeah. good.
1: Yeah, I don't like those fresh those tortillas. I know they're fresh. Right. She, I know she makes them. I do not like those 34th Street. Mm. I
0: think it's good. Good breakfast burrito. Nope. Uh, Berkeley brought me a breakfast burrito from the New Village Grill. That always drives me crazy when a place has... It was a great burrito, though. But it was... Uh, I don't like the fact you put new. Like, just come up with another name or it's under new management. Keep the name. Don't yeah, put new... Yeah, was the
1: Village Grill, but now it's the New Village no, Grill. No, it's on.
0: not a new village. It's New Vintage Grill. <laughs> oh, New Vintage which Grill. Which is an oxymoron as it stands.
2: Yeah, that's fucking It's like standard. jumbo shrimp. Yeah. yeah.
0: Don't put new in front of it, like the New Vintage Grill. Just yeah, put or like Small Cock. Vintage, like, <laughs> vintage Grill since fucking 19-whatever. Yeah. Don't do the new. Keep that fucking heritage For that sure, you already yeah. had in the name and then put under new management. Because if you know, like, oh, well, my bad it's experience new, What
1: actually. if it's new vintage, though? It's not actually vintage. Those are two different it's words. Something else, I don't know. Yeah.
2: Like fucking HBO's dumbass. What'd they do? Fucking rebranded themselves. Oh, yeah. I to saw what? the Max. stupidest fucking thing. To like Max. you have a you have like a forty-year legacy From like of like the innovation in programming mm-hmm. and some of the best television shows that have ever fucking come out. Like you are the fucking brand. Yeah,
0: I listen. And to the you also that.
2: own Cinemax, so you merge with Discovery, and instead of keeping, it's now you go with Max. Yeah. The fuck is that? And it's Cinemax like has always been terrible. like, it's like Starbucks merging shit. with some fucking coffee yeah. startup called Joe's, and we've just changed all the Starbucks to Joe's. Star Joe's. It's like, no, yeah. Starbucks was the fucking thing. Yeah. Like, HBO was the
0: thing. Yeah. You don't want to sta- Mac. Star- I mean, Starbucks and, and Java m- Detour came along. Yeah. yeah. And you call it Detour. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. Starbucks detour. and McDonald's, and you just call it Donald's. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird. No, it was a weird Like when HBO bought Compaq. Or HBO, HP bought Compact. Yeah. They kept the Compact name because of when old people it's had a Compact like, my last yeah. one was a Compact. It's, it's got time equity. to get a new computer. The name has the same equity. brand. It's yeah. the same fucking
2: computer yep. that they're making. Yeah,
0: under, because if you change to, to HP and lose the Compact mm-hmm. name, when they do need a new computer, it's anyone's guess what they're going to buy. But if there's brand loyalty left yep. over, they'll just buy another Compact, yep. even yep. though it's really just an HP. Yeah.
2: No, it was a really fucking bad That's marketing.
0: move. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. Shit. I don't know. Sometimes you wonder, like, there's too many yes men around that fucking boardroom uh-huh. table, and uh-huh. they're like, "Let's do it. That's good. It's modern. It's it's progressive. Let's do it. It's Max. Yeah, I like it. It's an action. I word. mean, even
2: if they, I, the thing that I would have understood because Warner Brothers Media is the parent company. Somebody went in there and was like, HBO. It's, it just <clears throat> reminds me of hobos. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, we gotta change that.
2: Like if they could have, if they could have done something with with Warner Brothers. Because yeah. they own Discovery, they own HBO, they yeah. own Cinemax. Yeah. If you just upgraded to the parent company, Hobo Brothers, like now I'm okay with it. Yeah. But, well, Warner you know, Brothers has been around for a long exactly. time, too. Like, you, right. you're fine. You've still got some clout yeah. in them. But it's, they didn't even go with Cinemax. It's just Max. Yeah. Lower I think case. Hobo Brothers is better, though. I think Hobo Brothers is way better. Yeah. Because I'd be like, whoa, what's this? Yeah. Hobo Brothers. Sounds like a adult swim cartoon. Yeah. Hobo Brothers.
0: Yeah. delete that let's make that happen let's do it (laughs) so uh we have a hot sack
1: Uh, you got questions no that's That's the bonus Uh,
2: so ai yeah (laughs) coffee so uh, el yucateco hot sauce our primary sponsor by the way they're in week five of their eight week summer giveaway if you're listening to this live time there's also six
0: new flavors but i signed an nda and i can't say shit I'm
2: i'm dying to see them yeah. I know. I'll tell you off air. Okay. <laughs> no, you won't. You signed an NDA. No, I didn't really sign an NDA, no. but uh, I can tell you off air. One's we just, eggplant. We just can't say it. Yeah, one's spicy eggplant. <laughs> no, I'm very. Like, <laughs> that's when I, I was know. way more excited to see that post than I ever would have thought I should I think they should
1: collab with us and we create
0: a sauce a flavor. of our own. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fucking dope. That's not going to happen, but that would be cool. We could so um it's fuck. Make it.
2: So, um, Dreams make it. It's, a niche, it's a niche market. Like, we could do it. But they're giving away Sorry. dope shit, yeah. like fucking like a
0: fucking patio, a set. a patio set, a dope that. ass. patio I entered for today. that yeah, one. It, it may not be some
1: Walmart. It's some Walmart. No, no, it like looks fucking nice. I don't know. It's, like, shit, it's like a dude. Wicker
0: patio set, but I don't they're have looking any patio furniture. I can't have Wicker.
1: My dog eats Yeah. It. yeah. Um. But yeah, if you go, Nicholas Cage is Wicker man. That's true. So,
2: but if you hit them up, go to their socials, and you'll see how to enter, represent the skull and go win some dope shit. Um, because it's a legit fucking giveaway. They're giving away. Yeah, no, they
0: shit. give away crazy shit. They give away fucking like bikes and fucking uh, what's the fucking board? You throw the thing. The Fucking paddle board, uh, pickle board, not, pickleball. not pickle. That's pickle ball. What's up oh, potato with, potato board? What is up with pickle fucking ball? What is that? Why is that? Oh, so, that's so old
2: people. They love that. It's so that game, popular dude. right now. Yeah, uh, it's it like, really they, popular. Right they now.
0: converted the tennis court like like by my house. For that? It's like a TV oh, yeah.
2: show now. It's there's so many people out there playing pickleball But it looks like they're all old people.
0: they barely hitting it. Over because the ball don't go that far. Yeah. No, it even that, yeah. though. Yeah. They're like, uh, uh.
2: I know what it is. Uh. They, the world tried really hard to get a new sport, and they wanted it to be uh, Frisbee golf. Right. And it just didn't, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. It did
0: for some. My brother mother, no, it did. I know a lot it's of. Still, like, it I would still go played. To, no, it still played. It. It, it still played. it still played. Yeah, but they they I pro. think
2: they expected that the to be the yeah. one that took off. Yeah. And they were like, that didn't work. What else do we got? They were like, pickleball.
1: Yeah. Old people love it though. Like there was like when we went to the um, observatory, mm-hmm. there was these two old ladies sitting behind me, and like I think they were widows. You could t- kind of tell because she was like, "Yeah, she's like I I'll go play pickleball on Saturday," and she's like, "Oh, what's that?" No, and then she's like, "Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of uh, you know guys that play there," and she's like, "Oh, I like guys." Yeah, the whole and fire I- truck. <laughs> over like yeah, and then old and people, like, yeah. and they were just like they were probably <clears throat> seventy, yeah. like ish, like they were pretty old, yeah. like, and I was just
0: like. All cats then, are in the dark. Well, yeah, uh, and and about to get rid by so, some like, firefighters. My
1: daughter, you know, she wanted to start playing tennis, mm-hmm. and it's so, like we'll go like you know Saturday, Sunday morning, like trying to find a court, and it's like fucking. Well, we got to go to a different one. That one's overran by old people
0: playing pickleball, you yeah. know,
1: like, and then fucking go to another one. What I, didn't, I didn't
0: understand because I saw the construction happening. I didn't understand what pickleball was. And there was all these tiny courts. I was like, there's not enough room. Yeah, there's, there's a chain link fence courts, in the yeah. middle of the court. What's this chain link?
1: Well, fence? they put three courts where yeah. one tennis court was. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I
0: don't understand. That's not going to work. Yeah. They did that wrong. And then also I saw a shit ton of like firefighters mm-hmm. and all these people from my neighborhood just over there like, ding, ding, mm-hmm. ding, ding. I was like, that's
1: weird. No, nah, they get serious. Yeah. They fucking get after
2: it. I think shuffleboard's way better. I've seen right, that. Curling. I've never played that. See, shuffleboard's like the lazy, the the lazy man's curling, the poor man's curling, poor man's curling, poor yeah. man's curling, or or summer man's curling. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. You know, they have it. At the, I don't know if the Belvedere is still open, but they used to have shuffle shuffleboard yeah, lanes at the Belvedere. They're still open. It's still open. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, El Yucateco giving out good shit. Go peep on it. Um, this week we're giving out our hot sack to Stephen Palmer. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, posted on Facebook. They call him a, Steamy Palmer. Yeah, of course <laughs> yeah. they do. He posted some uh, dope ass looking shrimp tacos with, uh, lime I mean, like legit tacos like they they were yeah. uh they probably had some good handmade tortillas i'm pretty sure they're 34 <clears throat> i'm pretty sure they're homemade it doesn't look like a restaurant but if yeah. they're homemade they're like fucking i mean steamy
1: homemade. palmer makes good fucking tortillas if you if you saw tortillas on the shelf that had steamy the steamy palmer brand
2: yeah yeah you know you buy them fuck yeah, yeah. you know you buy them but he's drinking a can of clear american pineapple coconut water uh, I mm. mean, you that's might've wanted goodness. to, you that's might've, probably good. Nah, it's probably awful. You should put I, some taco in that. I mean, water. you got to give it's him spicy. Yeah, that,
1: that, but you know, he's doing the fish tacos. So yeah. he's going, the going coconut for feel, water. The yeah. Caribbean. He's trying to crib.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you should use the yeah, Caribbean sauce. Yeah, sure. Then I'd give him a pass on that yeah. weird water. Every fake I mean, coconut water I've tried is fucking gross. Yeah, oh, it's fake? How do you
0: know it's fake, though? It's just as, it's oh, you like mean a in a can?
2: Zero can, no, that's, you know, generic uh, bubbly kind of Oh, that's coconut bubbly, coconut water. bubbly water. water. That's water, gross. Yeah. That's
0: not coconut water. That's coconut flavored bubbly water. No, that's like, coconut water is This is gross. carbonated yeah. yeah, I don't like, like that. I thought it was like C2O coconut water in a can. No, there's some good ones. Fucking nasty. That C2O one's good. No, it's good. Yeah, you know what's weird a, though, is because it almost tastes like chocolate milk to me, but like I give it to someone else, and it tastes like like trash or something. I was like, that's weird. And <laughs> yeah. he's like, nope, it's good. I'm trying to tell Cause, me, cause, and I'm well, like, oh, to it's me, fucking
1: terrible. It almost Ugh. tastes like chocolate milk. And I'm yeah, like things
0: just it. taste different to people. Yeah, Some people hate idea. cilantro and onions, and yeah, it's like I, I fucking love those things. Yeah, true. You know, it just doesn't taste the same.
1: Yeah, you gotta have cilantro on tacos.
0: And as always, we want to thank
2: our patrons. Um, we've had several new patrons sign up, and we're slowly but surely getting around to shout-outs for everybody. Uh, we super appreciate the patronage. It's what keeps us going. This was a an impossibly difficult week, and we're still here because our, our patrons deserve the the love so we're here to to spit at you if you want to uh, join patreon and become a member of the sculpt you can go to patreon.com black slash Sofaking podcast for just a buck you get a couple of hundred bonus episodes and for more you get even sweeter swag and as always we are a member of the Podbelly podcast network um, and if you're looking for a cup of coffee in the big time then that's where you go
0: sounds good I don't know the impression, but you do it well. Because every time you do it, it's perfect. It's Macho okay. Man. Oh, you're wrong. It's
1: Macho Man Randy. Macho, Macho Hogan. It's Macho Man Randy backpack.
0: It's
2: one of you the greatest Macho Man clips I've ever seen. I just it's, watched there's it a lot of Pete and laughed there's for like 30 minutes. He was just
1: high on cocaine <laughs> yes, most of the time.
2: <laughs> the bright <laughs> lights, brother. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cup you're of just, coffee yeah. in the beat
1: time yeah he's fucking just out of his mind on cocaine <laughs> i wonder mean how much G, because he's big mean he was just big. standing
2: there trying not to
1: laugh well he's he's fucking he's a big dude like yep. think about how much cocaine he had to do oh, like yeah, really dude. he had like, to do
2: so much he fucking
1: sniffle he fucking snuffled up against a pile fuck yeah he did They're just fucking had a <laughs> <No>. boba straw <laughs> yeah he had to have a boba straw for his coke like this motherfucker <laughs> fucking ate so much coke <laughs> That boba shit is so gross. (laughs) Dude, it's the worst. Ugh. I don't like the boat This is tapioca balls. They don't taste like anything. No, it's they're just, gross. just fucking balls. The texture thing is like gross. I don't, I don't want that. They're just gelatin. like baby
0: cherry tomatoes. Baby I don't it even want a cherry gelatin. tomato. I'll cut that like bitch in half. Tomatoes. I don't want that shit. Exploding. But they have like a like you gotta, I the, love cherry the, the, tomatoes. I always cut them in. As, as long as you the cut them drinks, in half. Though,
1: okay. The drinks though, like a they have a Thai tea smoothie and it's like condensed
0: sweetened milk with like Thai tea and it's like
1: blended and it's it's orange.
0: That's fucking garbage. You always try to pick shit like that. Like that time you took me to the other restaurant and got that fucking tri-tip tasted like Fucking sweet barbecue sauce bullshit. You don't like sweet barbecue. Wasn't well, even nah, you don't know how to cook tri-tip. Yeah. That was like fucking that's what I'm saying. You can't, you can't trust me. Sweet sauce, yeah. Yeah. We can't garbage. trust each other. Yeah. The only thing
1: we the only thing we like <laughs> is fucking is uh, mint chip ice cream. Mint chip ice cream, that's and right. potatoes. That's about good it. Here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mentorship brings you together though you see how you yeah. see how divided we it are heals. and then ship, we can just come together <clears throat> and heals. talk about how much we love it together yeah and, it, and it's when
2: it's on my on my belly button he's eating it out of it yeah 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 that's what happens <laughs> so our topic today uh where where'd the uh the brian the ross from brian ross yep so our topic is uh the one and only kurt vonnegut i guess not the one and only kurt vonnegut jr mm-hmm. not kurt vonnegut i like Sr. the original sammy davis jr jr yeah, um, I was. I love <clears> all <throat> of his music. Yeah,
1: it's fucking great. I was hesitant to do it that as that a Cordy topic. Killed him, though. Yeah,
2: yeah, because yeah. I didn't know if people would nerd out on it like I nerd out on it.
0: I'm sad that I wasn't more prepared and like because I've been reading more and I wish I would have pushed through one of his books because I actually have two books at home. Um, but I just, I just listened just to his album. had not got through it yet. But it's I, I Yeah, it was, all the, the song all the Cobain, yeah. Like, yeah. no, I was Kurt Vonnegut. Oh yeah, yeah. Eddie Vonnegut, leads yes, in of program. Eddie yeah. Van Vonnegut. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Vonnegut Halen.
2: But I um like when I moved to California when my sister kidnapped me out here, and uh I was finally starting at Cal State, and she was just like fucking academic queen. She was just like so fucking smart, getting her masters. She excelled in every subject, and I was like, what you know, what do, what what's your advice for me to become you know, ready because I was not ready for college. I've been a fuck off for the last three years in high school. And she was like, you just need to read more, to be honest. You need to just start reading. If you just start reading, everything else is going to come. You're going to develop better critical thinking skills. You're going to start to see the punctuation. Like, it's just going to make you a better thinker. And I was and I didn't even really like reading. And I was like, what should I read? And she was like, whatever. Like, what are what are you interested in? And I was like, you no, that's not what I'm asking. Like, I'm a fucking hoodlum. Mm-hmm. And you're a fucking getting your master's in English. So, what should I fucking read? Like, yeah. I have no was, idea. Yeah. She was like, you I'm going to go
1: pick up a guns and yeah, ammo magazine. Right, like with, <laughs> but, I'm yeah. going to
2: probably buy a Dragonlance novel for, yeah. for Dungeons and Dragons. And she said, If I were you, I would read Slaughterhouse Five by Kurt Vonnegut. And I read the book, and it literally changed my life. I was addicted to Kurt Vonnegut books. It made me become an English major. I was like, I didn't even know something like that could exist Hmm. in writing. It was so fucking bizarre. Just descriptions
0: from you, and you talked about a lot on Mindframe, like uh, Mm -hmm. an episode you brought his name up a lot. And so I was familiar with that. And then uh, just the name recognition of it, I was in Goodwill and fucking got Slaughterhouse-Five and Cat's Cradle. And then um, the documentary you had me watch on Hulu, I fucking got me, man. Like I bonded with. I that. need to watch
2: like, the second half of it. Oh,
0: dude, that's it. It got me. Like They're I won't camping. no spoilers, but like yeah. yeah, at the end, yeah, I jerked off. You yeah, know? no, no. It's like got, me and the Jeffrey Dahmer. I was like, uh, my throat hurt yeah. real bad, and like I didn't cry because I'm my not a pussy. Yeah, you know? no, right. <laughs> yeah, real but, men don't cry. Yeah,
2: because it was a documentary on um, Hulu called uh, "Kurt Vonnegut: um, Unstuck in Time." And the, it's just I such a cool
0: story of him bonding with the filmmaker, yeah. who happens to actually be the, the director of uh curb, your enthusiasm actually. Oh really? That's the guy who directed curb, your enthusiasm. That's no, why no the shit. documentary didn't come. Or that's why he didn't finish the documentary. Cause he talked to him fucking 40 years ago or something when they started yeah. this process of yeah. making this documentary. And then along the way, like he keeps getting distracted, they become really good friends. And that's mm-hmm. the part that gets you, dude. It's like, they become such good friends and there's like his answering messages and like just stuff because he's just he's like it. friends of the family. is talking yeah. to his brother.
2: Like he knows. He gives his him like this family
0: heirlooms. Yeah, you like, oh yeah, shit. Th-
2: This is the candlestick that I gave yeah. to all of my children when they got married. You're like, yeah. oh
0: fuck! Dude. And then like when it all ends and everything goes down. I mean, no spoiler. Like we know yeah. he's not here anymore. But like in the end of it it's just like they play this answer machine that. and they show this fucking shit with this video of him like you're lots of videos of him laughing huh? and uh just stop talking already yeah. now you're <laughs> just, just ruining things yeah. dude don't like ruin fucking ruining i didn't talking. say i like you Boba. Love. you're like fucking i said i like, like the boba tea smoothie there. Yeah, your new nickname is Boba Fett. I'm Boba Fett for you. <laughs> come at me. I'm not arguing. You can't with make you. fun of me. I can make I'm fun of myself. I'm not arguing with that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I also realize so so Kurt Vonnegut, he's a if you haven't read his work and you're looking for something funny and like touching and like super intelligent all at the same time, like he has such a gift in his writing of addressing some of the deepest concerns of humanity and of our era in such a simple language and comical way and, and, co- and making like- fun of it at the same time. So he's like making fun of these conundrums and these, and it's to the point that like when I was watching that documentary and I started, to, and then it actually got to a point in that documentary where they talk about it, I was like, he's a crazy person. Like he's a crazy person. Like at one point in the film early on, he's like at his old high school and there's a, a plaque on the wall of his old high school of all the people from his high school who died in world war two. Yeah. And he was in world war II, which is a big part of his story. And he's looking at, at people he grew up with and he points to one of them and he's like, Oh, this guy, he, uh, uh, didn't eat, like, or no, he pointed to one guy and he said, yeah, I, I grew up with him. We used to do whatever together. And, uh, he enlisted right after Pearl Harbor and, uh, uh. Oh, the faucet thing? Well, no, this, this is the guy. And he, this one, he, he said, yeah. And he went to basic training. And while he was in basic training, getting ready to ship off to the Pacific, he caught malaria and died. Hmm. And he starts to belly laugh. Like, <laughs> like, like genuine. Yeah. That's some funny shit. Like yeah. this kid I grew up with. The war didn't kill him. I mean, got malaria. And he said yeah. another kid from our neighborhood. He's not on the plaque, but uh, right, right when the Pearl Harbor, uh, the Pearl Harbor bombing was announced on the radio, he got so excited he jumped up out of the bathtub that he was in, and he slipped and fell and hit his head on the faucet and died right there on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck <clears throat> like deep laugh yeah but like everything is fucking he funny. did experience yeah. some traumatic <clears throat> the most traumatic shit. shit you can experience possible here. well I, and that's what uh
1: somebody had said i forget where i read it i was on facebook or something a comment or a post or fucking something but it said that like genius and crazy a fine line are a fine line yeah. between each other yes and i disagree I would say that genius and crazy are on the same plane. They're just the same. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're on the same plane. Like you're like usually people who are genius are fucking crazy and vice versa. Some fucking crazy people are genius. Like the, like the fucking homeless guy that rode by and fucking, and the guy, I think I had said it on here, but he was like, he was like, Hey, what's up, homie? And to one of the guy that I was with and he told the guy he was riding by, what's up, homie? And he's like, how you going to know me? when you don't even know yourself hmm. and we were just like oh <laughs> damn, shit i just got goosebumps like fuck God that shit's damn. fucking
2: deep dropping some science yeah
1: like fuck just some crazy motherfucker yeah. ride around on his bike you yeah. know like and he just fucking dropped knowledge on you
2: and it's like so a lot of like i got into i really got into again. i read House five and i didn't read much no i read all of it and then just about it. I read all but one, one of his books. And I asked my professor, like, if I want somebody else like Vonnegut, who should I read? And they said, you should read Catch 22. He out Vonnegut's Vonnegut.
0: Okay. And I, I was also like, that
2: that's book. a big, big fucking claim. And I finally read it. It took me a while to get that's into it. That's the one it.
0: that took you a couple starts. Took, and took, took me did a you start. me that? Why
2: starts.
1: You say it like that. What? I also own that book. Well, I have it. Owns it. that shit. Yeah, I have yeah, it. doesn't Well, I got, got ready right, to start. Re- I was going to
0: start reading that, and then Dave was like, "That was difficult. That took me a couple of tries." And I was like, it "Was Broom. written by a black." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh yeah, man, it was written by by a black travel. author."
2: Like, but the thing is, they're both like they both went through hell on earth in World War II, and they both in the '60s wrote books about what they went that were pseudo biographical about what they went through in World War II, and they're both wildly funny when nothing in the book should be funny. Mm. And it's like, I don't know how they do it.
0: I so don't it's know, it's like our serial they, killer podcast, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like taking the you I know, it shouldn't has, be funny,
1: but you he know, has such we're a laughing. strange
0: perspective of fucking, like literature, I guess. Like the way he writes, like non linear, crazy, yep. wild, in and out of time, and that happens a lot to common, like, funny
2: themes. And it's very conscious, like, he looks at like, what is a plot. And he's like, how can I fucking shatter that and make it irrelevant well, and still have a plot? What was like super he just fucks with everything.
0: was like he didn't do a dissertation or anything like he doesn't get a degree, but he finally they accept one of his books as a dissertation as an right. accomplishment right. like 20 years later in life. But his original proposals for dissertations just kept getting declined. Yeah, and one of so them they wanted to bizarre. do was the shape of stories.
2: Did yeah. you look at that at all? He wanted to write a dissertation about the shape of And they of told him
0: no, but it's because they didn't even understand no, the, the Which concept. would have been ingenious. Yes. Yeah. He fucking gives whole speeches. I watched a bunch of shit about it. I watch this whole thing where he plots storylines on an X, Y axis and fucking takes the rise and fall of the fortune of characters and shows that they all line up with all these movies and all these TV shows fit the shape of stories. There is a like graphical representation in a mathematical (laughs) representation on an X, Y axis of how these characters rise and fall. And he talks about like conceptually how TV shows and TV series can only go on because there's never resolution and that they always have to have this recipe to like, keep you interested just enough, but leave you hanging, never resolve until the stories either just run its course or it fails and the show's over and they fucking quit. It's a
1: story about nothing. Every show there's a conundrum and a dilemma. So, but never it never gets solved. It
0: was just cool to see the abstract of a story be represented in a mathematical <laughs> representation. Because that's how we saw the world, yeah. you know? It was just cool. It's like, <clears throat> well, that's weird. And I know? remember,
2: like, because I did my master's thesis on Joseph Heller's Catch-22, and... I remember the quarter just ended, so I just finished all of my coursework in my master's, and the only thing I had left to do was my dissertation, and I was like, I'm either gonna, it was like Friday night or Saturday night, and I was like, I'm either gonna just start my fucking dissertation and start researching it and working on it right now, or I'm gonna take like a month off and just say, fuck off, That's I'm done, though. and just take some time off. And I literally I turn on my TV and I said I was about World War II and all this stuff. I was like, if I flip through in the next 30 minutes and I find something on about fate. World yeah. War Two, yeah. then I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to research. And if I don't, then I'm fucking taking a month off. And I flip through the cable and on channel fucking eight billion on like C-SPAN seven. <laughs> I fucking turn the channel and it's some weird ass round table with one just a steady camera and it's a round table and there's like some head of an ex head of national security an air force a retired air force admiral from World War 2 a retired general from World War 2 Kurt Vonnegut and Joseph Heller. Oh, whoa. And I was like, what the Mother fuck? Motherfuck <laughs> yeah. you universe. Yeah. Yeah. But like, what was talking? that? What was that? It was the just some, ra- it some round was the, table. There, there was an audience there. It was probably at a college yeah. and they were just doing a round table about war. And it, and it showed you how fucked up Heller and Vonnegut were. Because every and it was fucking hysterical is why I, I mean I would have watched it anyway, but you had to keep watching because every time and they were talking about horrible events in World War II atrocities, whatever. Every time they talked about anyone dying, they're laughing. Vonnegut would say, "So it goes," right. and Heller would say, "They had it coming." Right. And it, like they're talking and they're like, "Yeah, like in the you know such and such in in Japan, you know they killed over twenty thousand children. They had it coming." Uh, so it goes, and they like they no. never stop. And the generals—it was getting, a joke to them. They're doing it on <laughs> and purpose. the generals yeah. were getting upset, but it's like, how upset can I get? You
0: survived fucking the firebombing of yeah. Dresden, dude. The generals probably <laughs> didn't see the carnage they saw. To be honest, no, they like numb to it. Dude, he survived no. the firebombing of Dresden. Like he—he yeah. he was in a slaughterhouse, is where he was like put as yeah. a prisoner of war was well, that what the slaughterhouse five yeah like and so it ends up yeah. being that he happens to be in the like the most perfect place possible where there happens to be a it's like locker, three, only place three stories underground the yeah. only yeah, place to survive yeah. That. yeah yeah it's three stories underground in a cooled like well it's not cooled really it's probably just the earth yeah. it's cooler down yeah. there yeah and they fucking crawl out of that bitch when it's all over and the fucking city is gone and yeah. there's thirty five thousand dead bodies and he gets immediately put on fucking grab a shovel you're gonna dig bodies out and he like yeah. tells the story of like for three or four days it was okay but i had these pyramids well, and, and, of and you know bodies what though, and, like, wood and, then, and then he like,
2: laughs so, and says it was like the world's most gruesome easter egg hunt <laughs>
0: that's what he said yeah that's Comple- a twi- complex uh, or something you, you complex- know what though like so
1: like that makes sense though because if you don't think about it like that like then you'd be sitting in a shrink's fucking office right And can't get your life just rocking
0: back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. So like that makes sense. You know
1: what I mean? Like all the death that he's seen. And he
2: says in a documentary, he's like, you know, I mean, all the things that I've seen, they're either going to make a grown man cry all the time or laugh all the time. And I'd much rather laugh all the time. And it's a hell of a lot easier to just stop laughing. Yeah, he, he told that's these, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Crazy. That was his way of coping, and even with his kids and the crazy shit. Like his he saw. daughters that they interviewed were like, "Yeah, he's you know." That's his coping mechanism. Yeah. He's seen some shit, yeah. you know, and like that's, that's crazy, how he deals yeah. with it. He was it.
0: talking about like after day four, the body started to like liquefy and like mm-hmm. fluids were leaking up, but thousands of bodies were puffing up do. and getting ready to And they to said pop. it was just in, so like you couldn't, you couldn't deal with it. And so they finally just would like discover this pocket that's just full of dead bodies. Someone would come out and they would send a German soldier down with a flamethrower and just fucking burn them in mm-hmm. place. I was like, oh god, but he was saying there was like stacks of like bodies then wood, then bodies mm-hmm. then wood, and then they, that would burn them. Like they'd build these yeah. body pyramids god, and just burn them. stunk. Oh, oh god, no, he said it was terrible. And and the, He said it smelled like fruit and what the fuck did he say? He said something terrible. He said I it, it was like roses him. and then something awful. I was like, I can't remember what the fuck his quote huh. was. But yeah, he said And when the interviewer is, and that was by like, he was
2: 20. Yeah. You 22, know. I think when he, he came, was 22 yeah. when he got, when, when he, he came home, back, but yeah. I think he was 20 when Dresden oh, happened, how but young, dude. he was talking and like the interviewer was like, you know, do you, you know, do you regret the things that you saw and did in world war two? Do you like, you know, do you wish you could like not have gone through that? And he kind of looks out the train window for a second and he's like, no. He's Like it was the greatest adventure of my life, I wouldn't change a thing, yeah. And it's like the battle of the bulge and the fire bombing, you survived. Him, yeah. it's the greatest adventure of my life. It's like, yeah, I mean, he he made it, you yeah, know.
1: Yeah. And if he wouldn't have,
2: it didn't wouldn't have mattered, right? You so
1: know, like, goes. yeah, so it goes, yeah, <laughs> you
2: know. he had it coming, yeah, you know. So, um, getting into his stuff, he wrote 14 novels, three short story collections, five plays five nonfiction books. There's a book out more recently that I want to get. That's all of his speeches he's given. He was always like Mm -hmm. invited to be a graduation speaker. Did you see that? I don't know
0: if you got that part, but he said over the years, I can't remember the guy, uh, Robert white or whatever his name is. The guy that is the, the director of Uh curb that did the documentary. Uh Um, he had these boxes of fucking VHS tapes because even though he had fallen off, like the whole time, Kurt was like, he knows he's going to finish it. So when he would go to a college and do a speech, he would have a make sure it was on VHS and mailed directly to him. Yeah. So he, just he has all of it. Man. Every talk ever, man. I don't know if they ever digitized that, but there's shit that I'm sure is not a digital and it's just in boxes on. VHS. No, he needs
2: to step up and release it's all digitized, that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, That's crazy. Anyone for, and it, a lot of his stuff was science fiction, but you don't read it as science fiction because it's so bizarre and it's so you read it as like, postmodern literature like there it doesn't it. read as science fiction but the premises are ridiculous like he d- he just he he fucks with premises but um he won four hugo awards and one nebula award which are the biggest awards in science fiction um and he's just and endless awards but so he was born in 1922 in indianapolis indiana and even his backstory is unique because the vonnegut family was a super rich family in Indianapolis. They like built Indianapolis.
0: All his relatives were architects. So yes, all the buildings the, say yeah. like Vonnegut on them. Yeah.
2: yeah. That
1: was one of his songs. They built this.
2: City. Yeah. That
0: was the yeah. song. Yeah. Built this city um, on rock and roll. he did the yeah.
1: falsetto
2: parts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they also had like the the only hardware store. So Vonnegut Hardware, and then they they were also the architects, the building firm. So like all of the biggest They called them architects. They did. They were Yeah. But they were all built by by the Vonneguts. Um
1: they even created Nougat. Did they? Yeah, Varnougats. Oh, I yeah.
2: didn't know that. Yeah. Good on them. Yeah. Um they uh apparently his family was kind of fucked up like his dad was just ob- obsessed with work and his mom was like th- from the richest family in town and was a socialite and neat they were all kind of distant Neither she sounds like them- a cunt yeah the dad yeah. just worked a lot I, yeah but she looked kind she of looked cunty. like a cunt like yeah. she didn't he was probably a dick she didn't spend any time he was just with busy they said
0: he was a good dad he was just worked a lot yeah. he just wasn't super like lovey fuzzy dad. right eh, he'd be a good dad still so. What are you I work a lot, bro. Let's make it personal, bro. <laughs> I mean, you took it that way. I was just saying he likes boba. I don't
2: like boba,
1: <laughs> but he later
2: credited his like uh, family's cook and housekeeper, a black woman named Ida Young, as the one who really raised him. Mm-hmm. Like she was the one that taught him values and love and you know mm-hmm. things like that. Because he wasn't. Kurt, take it that first. hood off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah,
1: You don't act like that.
2: Um so uh, during the depression, the family had a slump. They still were okay. I'm guessing. Well, they owned but, the brewery, well, they, yeah. yeah. So there was the
0: yeah.
2: yes. Oh yeah, prohibition. Prohibition, prohibition killed, killed, killed the the brewery, and then the depression killed the need for high end architects. Mm-hmm. Um, but the family anything. did okay. They, they still, still had, had money, the, they yeah. still had money. They still had the hardware store. Um, but they had to take they them out. They of,
1: weren't like living like Willy Wonka. No, they weren't. The, they or were, or what's what's the kid's name? The Timmy Timothy. The Fucking Nick uh, McVay. Chalamet? No, no. The little who's the who's the kid? The Wonka kid, Charlie? Is it Charlie? Oh, Charlie the chocolate factory, Charlie. You know Timmy in the chocolate yeah. like factory? That didn't click in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's the little Timmy? Little Timmy with You're the little with tiny, Tim. tiny yeah, Timmy. That's yeah. true. Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, him too. Equally like poor. Equally poor. There you go. See,
2: I was just from the same universe. Just they could be from the same universe. They could be from the same universe. It could be. Um, But uh so he ended up leaving the sort of the rich bubble that he lived in and went to public schools. And he says it was like the best thing that happened to his childhood because now he was suddenly experiencing comic books and pulp science fiction novels Porn. and movies. Yeah. And like it wasn't just nothing but classical literature and all the. Like nineteen like edu- like strict education in the nineteen thirties was just studying the Greeks, you yeah, know. He could so play now, he could play
0: the flute and he knew which one was a salad fork. Yeah. But, no, yeah, <laughs> right. but he didn't know who Superman was. Like, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um oh, Superman wasn't there yet. I knew you were gonna nerd out somehow on that.
2: Yeah, that's true. You
0: guys he both, might have by, the time, by the time he was out. in high school, he might have. <laughs> when was Superman?
1: I know I know Wonder Woman was in the 40s. Oh, big talk, and now you 30s. don't even know when
0: the fuck it was, huh? Fucking comic book. Like he came in. Snooty in that, over there might doesn't have been the
1: know. late 40s, early 50s. I was gonna Make say soon.
2: I was gonna say like 35.
1: Maybe. maybe, maybe.
2: We'll see shortly.
1: Superman created. Might have been that. 38. 38, 38 yeah. I was just thinking. <clears throat>
2: But there would have been other and really at the time what would have been more popular were like amazing stories and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, all weird, those yeah, that the, were just every month man, was a totally those different Those would be
1: ones, man, if you had those
2: comics now whole. Yeah. Even detective fuck. comics would have been out, but it wouldn't have been Batman. It would yeah. have just been random shit every month, you know. Yeah. What year was that? Um I guess this would have been probably the mid thirties. It doesn't really say a year, but he was born in twenty two. And the brewery closed Yeah, I guess in Prohibition 30s, so. whenever the debris. It was, it was probably ninth, late 1920s, early 1930s. He was probably 10, maybe, I'm guessing.
1: Archie, Fawcett, Fox.
2: Oh, yeah, plenty of shit yeah. for him to indulge in.
1: Timely Comics later. Mar- Timely Comics turned into Marvel, yeah. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, because some of the comics back then were just pretty terrible, too. Like they were Oh, like, yeah. Like, but if you didn't have anything else, like. But, a yeah, that was comic as good as a guy. Me, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Pretty so, insane. <clears throat> he ends up in his high school. Um, he and another student named Madeline Pugh, who went on to be the head writer for the I Love Lucy show, um, were the co-editors of like the high school newspaper, and it was really where he started in uh, writing. And uh, he said, it just turned out that I could write better than a lot of other people. Each person has something he can do easily and can't imagine why everybody else has so much trouble doing it. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of his take on on writing. He went to Cornell to become an architect um, or study the humanities. But his father and his brother both talked him out of it and said, there's no more money in being an architect in humanities. You're just going to fucking Dude, go teach English somewhere.
0: His brother was an atmospheric physicist. Mm-hmm. And did the early the research invented cloud seeding. in chemtrails <laughs> and <Yeah>. cloud seeding. <laughs> yeah, and you I was like, oh, did they just chemtrails. say that and I rewound yes. it? I was like, this motherfucker yep. did dry ice cloud
1: seeding. Yes. Yeah. Like back. All of a sudden, now. all of a sudden it's a thing now. <laughs> like it's like, oh yes, chemtrails no, but cloud seeding. Oh, we've been doing that for for since a long time. 40s. I mean, yeah, since the forties, yeah. yeah. Um, I just think that's so funny. My wife was reading that article about the fucking chemtrails, and it's like, oh, it says here that they've been weather modifications and da-da-da for for a long time. I was like, yeah, that's the fucking (laughs) conspiracy they
2: said wasn't true. Yeah, they did it during wars and shit, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So he ended up at Cornell. He got onto the paper there and he started writing a column called Innocence Abroad. And he wrote, wrote a piece called We All Right, which focused on pacifism because he didn't want the U.S. to get into World War II. Um, and, uh, he was a member of the reserve officers training corps, but he wrote an article satirizing the war that was apparently so offensive that he got kicked out of, uh, mm-hmm. Cornell nice. and the, and he had bad grades and too, the yeah. reserve officers training Corps. So he's placed on probation and then he drops out. And since he dropped out, he's no longer able to be ROTC so you, we don't draft you. Hmm. And since he was eligible for the draft, he said, fuck it. And he just volunteered.
1: I thought it was cool though, that his last album that he did with Chris Cornell, they did a duet. So they must've reconciled. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. yeah you fun. know who I just Hunger thought about, shrink. you know, who what? I just thought about right now. Who's a fucking liar. Who's that? And you're going to agree with me. Maybe. Fucking Jason Roscoe. Remember the chemtrails episode No, Oh no, they don't do that. And, Oh, we don't well, do all that well, stuff. I don't know how
0: you're picking sides? You were on his side. You were arguing right alongside him. I was the only one that said chemtrails. No. Yes. Go listen to that shit. I fought that fucking shit. Uh, whatever. You know that's part of the drinking game. I just noticed that if me and Brad fight like an old married couple, maybe they said they have to drink every two minutes because they're, they're, cause they're drink cup, drink <laughs> up.
2: Jacob, every
1: time yeah. I still I stand by playing.
2: my stance on chemtrails. You don't believe in them?
1: No. I don't believe in the chemtrails thing, but I believe that I know they're constantly. You believe them.
0: that chemtrails exist?
2: I don't believe that commercial air, this is what I said on the episode, right. I believe. I don't believe commercial yeah. airlines are secretly chem trailing the entire world.
1: Except for that document that they released says that they're putting them on commercial airlines that they just didn't know about it.
0: It could be without passengers too. It's just any, no, I mean, it's just, it's just on there. Like what's super their, important to government yeah. is fucking oil, like big oil, the oil industry. No, it's not that hard for them anymore. to put additives into some fuel. You know what I mean? They could yeah. do that. It could be, True. you know what I mean? They,
2: Not mine. So he enlists (laughs) in the war, um, and he starts to train on how to use howitzers. But then this program he was training under gets canceled, and uh, they said they needed basically fucking... Meat for the grinder for D Day, hmm. so they started shutting something down anywhere. a bunch of advanced they programs. They started grabbing and engineers, throwing, yes, yeah, grabbing engineers and throwing them into the infantry. That we, the, almost that done. Yeah.
1: I was so smart, <laughs> yeah, I thought I was going to get out of the. War. Well, he was
2: almost done with biochem and Cornell. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're going to put him to fucking good use, you know. Dude, that nope. was that Bradley, was so or... funny when we got Jason to fucking agree that Bradley Cooper like if you <laughs> like, what was it good. that he was going to suck he a dick? He was thinking about something? Bradley Cooper. If you had to yeah, suck someone's dick. If you had to find Bradley Cooper, Bradley <laughs> Cooper, and he was like,
1: "That's who I was thinking of,"
0: because
1: <laughs> you're like, "No, you said if you had to, like, like say it was know. like somebody good looking, like Bradley yeah. Cooper." Yeah, like, that's what that's I like. who I was thinking of. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, oh, man. you that need was, to find that. That's oh. a highlight
0: moment, yeah. man. Oh, that was good. <sighs> that was good. So while he was doing, he basic, that off for
2: so long. Yeah, he did. <laughs> while he was doing basic training, and this is weird. Apparently, the base was so close to his house. That he was basically just able to go home, like he would huh. sleep at home and then wake up yeah, and go go back to base, go back to base. And uh, at one point, he was going back for the weekend to his house for Mother's Day, and he gets there on May fourteenth, nineteen forty four, for Mother's Day. And when he gets there, his mother has killed herself on Mother's Day.
0: Oof that's, that's rough.
2: rough he probably laughed he, i don't th- i don't think he laughed then laughs now but he laughs about yeah. it now <laughs> i gu- guarantee you yeah. he laughs about it now he's like no it was mother's day i don't think the laugh mechanism <laughs> yeah. was quite, I think that's when it, he learned he that learned was the beginning. That, he learned
1: that crying is harder to stop yes exactly yeah, that was the crying lesson that one, yeah he's
0: kind of like the joker yeah, like I think he says that crying's harder to stop. He does. No, he that's, does. What, yeah, that's, that's what he said. Crying, yeah. Laughing, laughing's easier to stop yeah. than crying. Right. And I was like, that's <laughs> right. when he figured yeah. that out. Yeah, I think this
2: was the crying moment. He was like, enough of that. Yeah. You know. Um and they think that it was the fact that they lost all their wealth and status. It might have been the fact that he was getting deployed overseas because she was super depressed about that. She was trying to be a writer, but she couldn't ever get anything published. So all in all, I think she just felt like she was a failure. Her Kids were all grown. You know, no one was around the house anymore, even though she didn't spend any time with them when they were there. Yeah. Um, but Um And she had always had sort of a manic depression thing going on. So, yeah. but yeah, that's rough on Mother's Day to get home and. Find that yeah so three months later he's sent to europe as an intelligence scout with the 106th infantry division which just sounds like a really bad idea so like we've been training you on how to use howitzers and now you're going to be an advanced intelligence scout for the infantry that just means they're putting them in there Fuck, and like, hey
1: go dude. go find out how many guards are in behind that door yeah and apparently the
2: 106th was full of nothing but rookies and um they got they were involved in the Battle of the Bulge, one of the worst did we cover that in the yeah, show? Yeah. yeah. One of the worst fucking battles in the war. And uh the Hundred and Sixth Infantry Division um was assigned to a quiet sector because it was so inexperienced and green, and they got overrun by Germans. 500 members of the division were killed and then 6,000 were captured.
0: He dodges death a lot, a lot, dude. Like even friendly fire almost fucking takes yeah. him
1: out. And that so, might, that might be where the laughing at death comes from. Cause he's like, I should have died yeah. oh, 10 uh, times ten, over. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. he got out of the tub and slipped <laughs> yeah. and hit his head. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. fucking like I survived this <laughs> exactly. like, fucking insane. Yeah. So he
2: survives the battle of the bulge gets captured instead of killed. Yeah. What, when they're on a train um, getting in a boxcar, getting sent to Dresden for, for, uh, prisoner of war labor. The train gets strafed by a Royal Air Force, uh, run that mistakenly, uh, took it as just a Nazi supply run. So that the train gets shot up on 150 out of the 500 guys get killed by the British Air Force. Our <laughs> allies. Yeah. Our yeah. allies. So he has to go through that. Yeah. Then he gets to Dresden. And he says it's the fanciest city he had ever seen, and I didn't know this. Apparently, Dresden was like famous for architecture and ballet and art and music and kind of a, kind was, of a Paris of yeah, like, you it know, was like this sorts, cultural yeah. hub in Germany. it had yeah. no factories, it had no military apparatus, so there it was, was like there was no reason shit, to seriously bomb it because there was nothing there of any strategic value um and in fact it was where all the prisoners of war were which made you logically think we're really not gonna bomb this city um so he ended up uh working in a factory that made malt syrup for pregnant women oh and um because you know the pregnant women need the malt syrup the malt syrup (laughs) probably (laughs)
0: some nutrient supplement it was like high caloric probably sugar syrup with malt for flavor uh-huh
1: i got something for him yeah um yeah, so want to get more of a cream of wheat texture. Yeah, <laughs> Brad's
0: got dehydrated. Come, dude, something's wrong. Dude. This fool. He's always it just runs in shit. the family. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. How do you know it runs in the family? I don't know. It doesn't really run. <laughs> I don't think you it's... I mean? Look at yeah. it differently.
2: Maybe it's not a lack of liquid. It's just an addition of solids. The sperm count
0: so high. Yeah. see
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah they're <laughs> waving. Yeah.
0: They're <laughs> big. Yeah. They're Woo-hoo! huge. Little just victory huge parade. Yeah. They're like yeah. boba.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's why you like boba. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dick hole is like a boba straw. Yeah. It just falls yeah. out. Yeah. He doesn't piss. He just releases. It's all <laughs> flunk. Yeah. It's not like you dumped a glass of water in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> like watery oatmeal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there's, a,
1: there's the, there's the graph that, you know, they thought nobody was going to bomb that city, but there's the graph. It's the, the up here. You have fuck around and over here. You have find <laughs> yeah, out. That's exactly. And fuck.
2: Yeah. So. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> throat> oh, my fucking throat. February 13th, 1945, um, it becomes the target of a joint bombing run between the the Royal Air Force and the American Air Force. Royal Air Force is really fucking up our fucking POWs, fuck, dude. Yeah. They were tired of their shit yeah. getting bombed. They fuck. they're gonna kill everybody. So the numbers. I mean, it was really hard to keep track of the numbers, but yours
0: said as high as thirty five thousand. But he said in an interview, like, like two hundred and fifty thousand and one, or one hundred
2: and twenty five thousand. Yeah. So it's one of those things where I don't think anyone knows. How well, many we just did that one. The dying. the one the the one city the that and
1: yeah and it was like fucking like a crazy amount different of either numbers, twenty thousand know. or eighty thousand yeah or rape. fucking yeah. nine hundred thousand like it was some crazy shit and so, that matters like because that's yeah, a huge fucking thing it does like, matter
2: so they dropped th- uh, three thousand nine hundred tons of explosives on Dresden and what happened was they um so the reason Dresden got bombed. Is because it ended up suddenly having tactical value because the Nazis were retreating after D-Day and there was only sort of one course they could take. And they realized if we bomb Dresden, everyone, all the civilians are going to evacuate in the exact direction Mm -hmm. That the Nazi except military they, apparatus needs them to go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, the idea but was yeah. to force a retreat to get yeah. everyone to leave town. Um, and were, probably also a little scorched earth so yeah. the Nazis can't dip down here yeah. to resupply. They
0: got bombed so hard. There was so much fire and so much heat that it actually created false tornadoes. Like yeah, tornadoes. So, but it was
2: intentional. Yeah. So they bombed yeah. the, it was over several days. So the first rounds, and I was trying to keep track of how many planes when I was reading the details on the firebombing, but it was literally like probably over a thousand, right. maybe 15 day. Yeah. It was like
1: fucking, it like was like crazy.
2: on this day three hundred and fifty of this type of bomber and four hundred and twenty of this type of bomber My on the God. next day one hundred and thirty six of this type of bomber and three hundred i mean it was just the numbers Thousands. it's just yeah. mind boggling yeah. no, we've seen
0: nothing like it since yeah. um and uh there was more people got killed in that than the hiroshima and nagasaki together or something yeah. right it's crazy
2: <laughs> so he um serve the the First wave of bombing was a particular type of bomb that was designed to like destroy the roofs and like shatter windows, but not necessarily destroy entire buildings because they wanted all the buildings opened and exposed. Yeah. So for tomorrow for tomorrow. Yeah. And then the next day they dropped incendiary bombs all the way around the city to circle it. So that the fire would suck into the town to burn up all these empty, these now opened buildings. Yeah. So all the buildings are so people would have evacuated. The city just got the shit bombed out of it. No one has a yeah. roof. Hopefully, a lot of people evacuated. But then the fire swept into the town, and it was just described as walls of fire. So there they were tornadoes this yeah. They call this action the Waco, Texas.
1: Yes, you know, <laughs> yeah. And
0: they walled it with <laughs> yep. fire. Yep. as the people and burned let inside, it go yeah. in. Um, God damn, 4,000 pound bombs, yeah. Of
2: yeah. bombs of, Jesus Christ They dropped 200,000 incendiaries 200,000? Um, 200, yes 200,000?
1: Just the yeah, manufacturing of
2: those <laughs> That's a lot That's why they weren't making cars at this time So one of the eyewitnesses said, it is not possible to describe explosion after explosion. It was beyond belief, worse than the blackest nightmare. So many people were horribly burnt and injured. It became more and more difficult to breathe. It was dark and all of us tried to leave this cellar with inconceivable panic. Dead and dying people were trampled on. Luggage was left or snatched up out of our hands by rescuers. The basket with our twins covered with wet cloths was snatched out of my mother's hands, and we were pushed upstairs by people behind us. We saw the burning street. The falling ruins and the terrible firestorm my mother covered us with wet blankets and coats she found in a water tub. We saw terrible things cremated adults shrunk to the size of small children pieces of arms and legs dead people whole families burnt to death burning people ran to and fro burnt coaches filled with civilian refugees dead rescuers and soldiers many were calling and looking for their children and families and fire everywhere everywhere fire and all the time the hot wind of the firestorm threw people back into the burning houses they were trying to escape from i cannot forget these terrible details i can never forget them
0: it was hilarious (laughs) yeah that's some funny yeah. shit right there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The shrunken people, that's the thing. you don't think about, like, you see Auschwitz people, and you're like, oh, my God, like, that woman's so tiny, like, when it's nothing but skeleton and skin. Right. So the fire, like, just Shunk evaporated yeah. all the fucking yeah. liquid from their body. And they just shrunk them up. Oof. Yeah. And then,
2: like, them. another one, I didn't put the whole quote in here, but another eyewitness was watching a mother who was running and holding her baby, and she tripped. And the baby just flew into a wall of fire. Oh, no. God. Like, just fucking. I mean, that just sucks. horrible, dude. Horrible.
1: That's the the last, like, the fucking one where the guy was stabbing the baby. Like, yeah. Fucking, the, fucking the Germans. The, yeah. Oh. Oh. Or who was it? The, who the was it? <laughs> the Japanese. Yeah. yeah. The King, yeah, the King one. Yeah. Oh, my side. God. Yeah. Yeah. Same shit. It's fucking up. Baby in the fire. Fucking.
0: For, for the record, we did that. What's that? This is us. We did that. We yeah, did that. This yeah. Was we, <laughs> yeah. This is us. Yeah. This is us. We blew up and burned all those people. Yeah. So, um, well, then and, and the Royal
2: Marines. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, Royal, Royal air force. Royal air force. So yeah. Vonnegut, uh, like Brent said earlier, the POWs ran down, they lived in the slaughterhouse. That was their That's barracks in, in prison. And th- they knew that if bombing is coming in, let's just get the Like the cellars go three levels can, deep. Yeah. Cause that was where they would, they would hang the pigs when it was still an active also slaughterhouse. Also scary. You're just going to get buried too, though. Yeah. Oh, but there weren't even ra- like shelters throughout the town because the town had never been bombed and it wasn't mm-hmm. of any tactical. So there was nowhere for anyone else yeah. to go. So all these POWs go down there and then the bombing stops. And as like Brent said, as soon as they get outside their job Probably is impossible to-, to breathe
0: down there. There's so, already yeah. like, you're like three stories underground, some yeah. dank ass fucking meat locker surrounded yep. by carcasses. It said, and then fucking the smoke, how much smoke comes from 200,000 incendiary bombs. And then the dirt, the rubble. Like think when fucking nine eleven buildings fell, that cloud oh, yeah. of fucking debris and shit. Yeah, all that asbestos. Motherfucker lived forever too. He lived to be eighty four, yeah. and he smoked Pall Malls every, <laughs> every fucking day, day from the day he was fourteen. Long. Yeah. Like chain get, smoking.
1: Close, they said Mall is the closest you can get to Napalm. He That's was, right.
0: <laughs> he was uh, he was giving a speech at a college and he said, a lot of you might be familiar with my class action lawsuit or something. You see that? <laughs> yeah. Against like whoever, Philip Morris or whoever the fuck yeah. makes palmalls. He's like, I've been chain smoking these since Philip I'm 14. Morris, the man. package promises to kill me. And he's like, and I'm still here. I'm yeah. 82 or whatever. I was like, <laughs> he said, the son of a bitch has yeah. lied to me. Liars. Yeah. Sue him. So
2: he ends up getting, like, they have to clean up the bodies, which is bad enough, but now also everyone who survived that is in Dresden is like throwing rocks at them. Because you did this to us, you know, so then. Like, well,
1: calm yourself.
2: Yeah. Eventually the guards themselves retreat. So at that point, he and the other POWs just kind of hoof it, and they get to a an Allied place. Oh, they were being
1: forced by the Nazis. they were being guards. forced by the Nazis. Oh god, the, the guards. I was like, damn, left. how they come out and already get
2: put to work? That's yeah, the crazy. Nazis yeah, yeah, were the forced. Nazis them. forced them to work. Okay, <clears> and gotcha. he ends up at Fort Riley. Uh, he they they ship him, back. he goes to a, a prisoner of war repatriation camp in France, and then uh, the, I guess the Soviets got him there. And then they shipped him back to Fort Riley in the United States, where he typed discharge paper for soldiers and continued to serve. And then he was awarded the Purple Heart, and about which he said, I myself was awarded my country's second lowest decoration, a Purple Heart for Frostbite. So oh. he got Frostbite in the Battle of the Bulge and got a Purple Heart for it. Um, Survived. And then he was discharged, and he was 22. Wow. So it's a lot of life. Fuck. Yeah. That's a lot of life, dude. the time you're 22. So he married his high school girlfriend, Jane Marie Cox. They had three children. He goes to the university of Chicago on the GI bill and starts to write as a reporter, um, in Chicago at night. And, uh, he starts to try to write a dissertation, but everything gets rejected. Um, he wanted to write one about, uh, burning bodies and like fucking, there's, he wanted to write about cubist art and he wanted to write about the shape of music. And these are things that in the 1940s, no one thought was of any value. So they basically shut him down and, uh, he said, well, fuck it. Peace out. And his brother, who at this point is an Uber scientist works for general electric and, he knows that Kurt can write. So he's like, Hey, I can get you a job in the PR department. You mm-hmm. can just write, you know, public articles, you know, yeah. articles about, you know, and he talked about how GE was like, he said it was a world into itself. It was both one of the largest factories in America, just churning out shit. And it was also one of the largest research labs in America.
0: Yeah. They showed an overview of it. It was like it was a fucking massive, complex. Dude, yeah. It was crazy. massive.
1: And he said that he was involved in a ton of inventions and oh, yeah, they they
2: still are. They're one of the largest uh, defense providers in America and they make toasters and own NBC. Have a nice little (laughs) refrigerator there, yeah. If you you watch that, was made right
1: next to the bomb building, exactly.
2: If you made Peacock, you're still paying for Agent Orange. Um, the, the he works there. And it really kind of gives, he's, he sees what automation means, right? He sees even within GE, it's like, Oh, there's a, there's a factory line that makes all this shit that used to be made by people. And then he would see even within that factory line, half the people that were there would suddenly no longer be there because they were replaced by one extra widget on the line. He was watching it happen. And he was just watching it happen live time. Um, and, uh, he ended up, Uh, writing his first piece called "The Report of the Barnhouse Effect," um, in 1950 for fucking seven hundred and fifty dollars. It's a lot
0: of money back then. It's a lot
2: of fucking money, dude. And he even would he even said that like apparently he's
0: laughing. He said he had so much money there was just currency laying everywhere. I'd never been so rich. He didn't know what to do with it.
2: Yeah, and he came from a rich family. And his second (laughs) his second story. Uh, gave him nine hundred and fifty oh, dollars. So and apparently what it was, it was he hit this sweet spot of this perfect era where radio was still there. TV wasn't <laughs> out yet. Yep and magazines like he would just be writing stories for magazines that we would just consider a journalistic magazine, but they ran stories because there wasn't TV and people wanted stories. So he would write a lot of science fiction. He wrote romance. He wrote like a lot, like one of his collections of short stories called welcome to the monkey house. It's full of like sci-fi drama, you know, wrote yeah. love stories, like whatever it's just but but it was the best way to get paid. entertainment I think he said like, one of
0: those checks was the eighth of his annual salary at yeah, GE. so he's yeah. like, "Fuck this, and just quit and then yeah, so you need to, uh, yeah,
2: he writes player piano, which is about automation taking over the world, his first novel, and um he gets uh twenty five hundred dollars um for the novel. And he's like, and it took him two years. He's like, why would I write a fucking another novel? Yeah, Like I can shit out a short story on a weekend and make fucking 950 bucks. I can do a couple <laughs> of those. Like, and, fucking, yeah. and that's really what he lived on for years. Yeah. He just kept writing short stories and because uh, that was where the money was. Um, but Player Piano. But that'll start dying out eventually. Yeah, though, it does like, eventually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Player Piano is about a world where automation takes over. Um, I figured out $2,500 in
0: 1952 is about $28,691 today. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's not that much really for the book. So, yeah. But $900,
2: though, for writing
1: a fucking weekend story. For articles, yeah. yeah. Maybe you the money wasn't in, it in 10 grand. But, you know, The money was in yeah.
0: articles. Well, because he probably didn't get royalties on the book or something no. weird. They probably bought No, he the probably – that was an advance.
2: His advance yeah. was $2,500. Yeah. So that was what he got paid initially. And continued to But get then you would get royalties, but first – the royalties have to pay back the $2,500 oh, yeah.
0: after that's made. And then back.
2: once that's made back, cause it's an advance. And then once up. that's yeah. made back, you get it, but he wasn't a super success right away. So there yeah. weren't really royalty checks coming in for, for player piano. Um, there still are to this day. Cause really player piano, um, breakfast of champions and slaughterhouse five are pretty much his top three, like taught in the college mm-hmm. novels. Like those are taught intro to lit fucking all over the place. Those three novels. Which is crazy because on
0: this one, um, someone was talking about they, they like read it in grade school and they talked to that teacher. She's yeah. like, I can't believe I did that. And they're flipping through and that's how I knew that was an asshole. You can picture the asshole. Tell the story. that You bought that fucking, that painting though. Like, Yeah, it, I
2: bought a, because uh, <laughs> late in life he quit writing and he devoted his life to art. And uh, a lot of times it would be multiple prints and he would sign all of them and number them. And I was looking for an autographed book as I was researching this because I don't have anything autographed by Vonnegut. And I found a little uh, piece of art, which is the butthole drawn in silver with his signature under it. And it's an number. asterisk. Yeah. So it's, a, it's an it's asterisk. Yeah.
0: There's a pussy in a bush in here. And oh, yeah. About. It's crazy, yeah, dude. It's crazy. I was like, dang, that's crazy. <laughs> but, um. Is it? Like there's just shiny.
2: drawings all throughout the it's book. like little
0: kid drawings. They're like very basic drawings like snakes and chickens. And he's like, this but is a butthole. There's a butthole, and it's just the asterisk like you said. But there's also a little bush with a fucking slit. Oh, yeah, a full, a full vagina
2: somewhere in there.
0: And I was like, how old were these fucking kids? <laughs> I mean, uh, there it oh, there, was. There's the butthole. Saw the butthole. <laughs> God damn it. There it is. Yeah. And a yeah. syringe. Yeah. I don't
2: know what that's about. It's a great book, but Player Piano, very, it's more serious than most of his books. It was his first book. Many struggles. He can't really get his second book, Cat's Cradle, off the ground. Um the uh he keeps writing short stories he opens a sob dealership which closes within a year cuz what the fuck does he know about selling cars yeah um that was weird yeah
0: that was a strange move
2: and then his sister alice died in 1958 so he and his wife adopted her three kids so now he's got six kids jeez and then he publishes uh sirens of titan in 1959 which is fucking bizarre book. His
0: books are so fucking bizarre. And he has that reoccurring alien race, like the The same. Yeah. That constantly keeps showing up. Right. So
2: Martians invade earth and there's a man named Winston rumford who is omniscient because he's stuck in a time warp and he appears on earth every 59 days through all of history Hmm. and he doesn't age and he just keeps doing it over and over and over and it's because he met Tralfamadorians who exist outside of time and he got stuck in a Tralfamadorian time loop. That's some
0: weird shit, man. He doesn't seem like, did he do drugs? I don't remember. I don't think he did. Yeah. You don't, don't need to. You You're crazy. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> that made me think that Quantum Leap was <laughs> yeah. Quantum Leap uh, influenced by Vonnegut? Like, that's a very maybe you know, jumping around to yeah, time with those time bodies. Jumps. So yeah, that was
2: 1959, you know, and again, it's not hard science fiction because it's fucking funny and it's bizarre and it's not meant to make sense. Like science fiction is meant to make sense and paint you a cohesive world. He doesn't give a fuck if there's gaps in the world fucking. So it goes like he doesn't right. give a shit, you know, um, as a matter of fact, like a bunch of his novels um, exist in the same world and have the same characters. Like but there's no connection or yeah but there's but they're linear. not really yeah so like Breakfast of Champions God Bless You Mr Rosewater Dead I Dick and Bluebird all have the same characters and take place in the same city But, like, when, like, Kilgore Trout is one of the main characters and you learn about his backstory, and if you hear about him in the other book, his backstory might be different or contradict, and it doesn't fucking matter. Like, who cares? Like, it's the same character, but it's not the same character. Fuck off, you know, which is kind of funny. (laughs) Like, it's even fucking with the notion of sequels, because I'm not, I'm using the same character, but it's not the same character. I like this character. He's an archetype, you know, I don't give a fuck. I like this guy. (laughs) And I, don't he even to, does, I don't need to change his name. Just no, the same thing. Yeah. Mr. Speckles. And he yeah, even does weird guy. stuff. Like in, I forget which book it is, but at one point, um, he meets Kilgore Trout. And like he's, because he's usually his own narrator and he's talking as Kurt Vonnegut and explaining the events. And he's all, you know, uh, and, and so Kurt or, you know, Kilgore Trout walked into the bar. And this was the first time I ever met my character. Because I was in the bar as well. And he like talks about this conversation he has he, with his character. You know, you Bring the, the you wooden know fourth the, bar of sure, a book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well the other thing is too though, that might have been true.
2: <laughs> he might have met a guy. Have and
1: been that and he was and he was writing about a person
2: that he knew. Right. Like that's who they were. Right. That was the first time I met this guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: Like he, and then yeah he was able to put the avatar to his character
2: right like, hey I met, I've met <laughs> I character. met my character yeah that's, this is that yeah, guy that's the guy
1: yeah I've been yeah. writing about
2: this guy right. all along and I finally or that him. might have been the first time he met him and then he started writing Maybe. about him you yeah. know but so, yeah he just fucks with it his books are so weird and wild and he fucks with convention and does really brilliant stuff um he writes Mother Night in 1961 which is again it's wildly funny but nothing about it is funny it's about a, a an uh, OSS officer, which was the precursor for the CIA, and his job was to embed himself in uh Nazi propaganda and work for Adolf Eichmann hmm. and to just do uh anti Jewish propaganda for the Third Reich. But he was slipping in bad propaganda and he was feeding intelligence back to the to his controlling officer, but only his controlling officer knew. That he was undercover yeah. and he Get was an LSS agent yeah. and the whole, the book opens with him in jail because he got arrested during like the Nuremberg trials And the guy in charge of him in the OSS died in the war. So no one knows. Yeah, that's a slippery slope with that secret undercover. Right. We will not save you if you're captured. And he says, you know, we are what we pretend to be, so we must be careful about what we pretend to be. Mm -hmm. Because at this point, this guy's pretending to be a fucking hateful, Jew-hating Nazi propagandist. And by all accounts, that's exactly what he was. You know, And they made a movie of it,
0: and... It's the darkest. I think it was uh, the same guy too. the The guy that made the documentary made that movie. Did he? It was Nick Nolte. It,
2: It just misses the tone. It's not funny. You don't have Kurt Vonnegut sitting there making these horrible things funny. So it's just dark and depressing, and it's not good. Like it lacks. It's all the Vonnegut is gone. It's just the same plot. You know, but without him making you laugh at this horror show, it's a totally different experience. Because I loved that book, and I didn't care for the movie. No,
0: it's it's Keith Gordon. There was a different one he did. I can't remember which one he. I think Nick Nolte was in it. Yeah, he was in it. Yeah, and then they filmed. It might have been I saw the interview with that director talking about talking about it. And then they have a Vonnegut's in it too. He has a cameo in there or something at least. Yeah, yeah.
2: And then he also did a story that gave him a lot a lot of success early on called Harrison Bergeron. Um, and it's a great fucking short story. It's a world where everyone, it's very like
0: applicable to society. It's a crazy concept of, yeah, of everyone being equal, but everyone taking the height of society and lowering it to even like being handicapped. Right. That's like
2: everyone needs to be equal so they're so if you're low on the scale they're going to do everything they can to educate you make you better physically fit etc but it's about a character named Harrison Bergeron who's just like superhuman he's super tall he's naturally strong so he's like got a crazy IQ you and keep yeah. you
0: from being able to run fast they, they
2: cripple him with leg braces they force him to wear lead weights they have a radio headset that plays super loud music every 30 seconds to scramble what he's thinking God. Um, because there's the handicapper general comes up with handicaps for everyone to make sure no one is, no one is better than anyone else and no one is worse than anyone else and it's a great fucking story it's it's so good it'd be
0: interesting just to view the world and for 24 hours through his eyes unbelievable to see like how he that sees can be the one world your,
1: that could be one of your uh yeah prometheus uh, the castle rock yeah. Yeah. questions from our bonus the prometheus dumpelstein that's his new name um
0: the, I think it's Dave just making the, the questions more interesting. Probably, We've way too smart, for a while. And complex.
2: Yeah, We've, we. No, I skip a lot of Prometheus Castle Rock. Questions. That, that's your alibi. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah.
2: Oh, that one. I mean, sucked. think about it. Because I wrote it. Think that way. It.
1: Remember when? <laughs> remember, like Prometheus asked about your butthole. Remember right? when we had to find out who Sam Culper was? Yep. There was some investigation and all mm-hmm. this stuff, and then you got your
2: back, Prometheus Castle Rock. Yeah, I bet you do. They don't believe me. You right got your now.
0: back on your back. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really do have your back. So in 1969, he publishes Slaughterhouse 5 so and kept, uh-huh, kept, everything changes. Slaughterhouse 5 comes out and he's already got like college students and counterculture and you know, people who don't like the Vietnam War, like he's kind of outspoken. So he's already kind of got this buzz on colleges and then um which is different than a buzzed oncologist, mm-hmm. which you don't you don't <laughs> want.
0: He's like, You're gonna be fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: There's a little cancer in there. Have a, a drink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um yeah. you know his children and family didn't know what he experienced in Dresden and all that shit. Until they read Slaughterhouse Five. Yeah. With the exception of the alien abduction portion of the right. book. Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe.
2: Maybe. Maybe that's why he's going yeah. crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so the book Slaughterhouse
2: Five, the the premise is Billy Pilgrim, a prisoner of war who survives the firebombing of Dresden, gets abducted by the Tralfamadorians to live in an alien zoo, and they build a little house for him that looks like a regular human house, and the Tralfamadorians can come and see a human being, and he gets depressed because he's alone, and they say, who would you like and I think her, her name is Montana Wildhack. He asks for a porn star, nice. so they they abduct a porn star and bring her to the zoo. And by encountering the Trafalmandorians, he becomes unstuck in time. He no longer sees time in the linear fashion. So the book is written as this shattered. Like in the first page, you learn about all the cliffhangers and how they're going to be resolved because this doesn't exist in time. So in one you know when these three pages are in him in Dresden the next two pages are him on his deathbed then it's him in his crib uh, then it's him in the zoo again then it's him at his daughter's wedding and like the Would whole, you consider
0: that science fiction it's weird conceptually it's it science. has to be science it is
2: science fiction she's been abducted by the trail film yeah. it's weird like, and there's yeah. no
1: time like, no. Is. like even, story- even if even if everything was kind of normal but there was no time right like it was like then right. th- then you're in a different dimension
2: and even the fact like the book opens with all of this happened more or less the war parts anyway are pretty much true yeah that's wow. just the first line undercuts everything i'm about yeah. to say eh, some of this happened <laughs> more, or, more less. or less but the war parts those are mostly right. true yeah. <laughs> it's like what the fuck so yeah, you're i think that's a, i think that's a good it's line, ge- it instantly sets you up as the ultimate unreliable narrator yeah like i don't know what to trust and believe you yeah. Know. Or is he just telling me that? <laughs> right.
0: You know what yeah, I mean? Like it, it's like that It whole... makes things that are unbelievable, possibly believable and, and the reverse. Right. Yeah. Because while you're reading, you're like, no way, but maybe because he said some of it's true. Is that part true? Or right. Is it the other
2: part? Yeah. yeah. And he sat in that documentary and I'd never seen him Most... address it this way before. He said that he was really thinking he was, he wrote this for years. He was working on this book for 20 years. And when he finally got this hook of, Hey, what if the Tramphalmadorians were involved And he was like unstuck in time and he was like, I had this sci-fi element where he's like in a zoo and all this stuff and it could be really funny and weird. And he was like, I think I could tell the horrors of Dresden if i had that as an escape hatch i think he wrote like, this like
0: six times or something he like yeah, he, he wrote, wrote it over it. and over and, and over. they're like this isn't like microsoft word like no paste he was writing it on a
2: fucking typewriter typewriter, like an yeah.
0: olympus typewriter yeah. <laughs> what the fucking i think he was olympia <laughs> or, or whatever he had to rewrite it. pages yeah. yeah he just retyped yeah. the whole book yep. multiple times he wrote this book until he was finally like that's the one because he just didn't small like small changes matter crazy fuck yeah
2: and he exploded overnight. Like I don't, I don't think we we don't have a figure like this in culture today. Someone who's an author. Who is so famous that he's on every late night television show? You recognize his image. You'd see him on the street and be like, "Oh shit, there's it's Kurt Vonnegut." Close. Like, there's Stupid close I, yeah, yeah, I mean, is... Stephen King, but you wouldn't like he wouldn't
1: What's captivate. Him, I haven't seen
0: any of the like he's super politically outspoken. He's uh, he uh-huh. is,
1: and he's just kind of creepy and wasn't awkward. it like there was something going around? He didn't even write his own stuff or I, something he like might that. possibly
0: have just like put his name on a lot
1: of books the his because there's
0: a fucking how many books he have allegedly? A fucking million and a half. Yeah. like hundreds or yeah. something uh, you're like fucking I mean like, the closest right thing,
2: the closest thing I can think of as far as just an author who became popular and like an author who became famous is George R R Martin yeah, I think a lot, of, but I don't JK want to watch Rawlings him talk. He's a big fat did. fucking nerd, but I yeah. don't want to watch her talk. She's yeah. not, but to see someone so dynamic and yeah. funny talk, yeah. it's like it propels it. It's like, it's not just yeah. because he wrote these books. Like we want him on cause he's a great
1: guy. Yeah, yeah, like most people who are writers are probably really good at writing and they're and, not, so and so not so good at speaking on a you know, mic. Like yeah.
0: Tolkien as a person yeah. or something. Yeah. They're probably yeah. not cracking yeah.
1: jokes.
2: So it's like nothing else.
0: I um, think about talking to
1: Shakespeare. That for just, what are you talking about, bro? The cryptic.
2: Yeah. So he had some hard times. Um, the His wife becomes Christian and he's agnostic, so it doesn't work. And they end up getting a
0: divorce, even really? though they stayed close friends. That's not why they got a divorce, though. Didn't you see that? He no, fucking started dating the photographer and yeah. left, his wife. He left his wife for a uh, photographer. All the articles said, just yeah. said. Yeah, the articles didn't nah, his daughters that, laid it his that, daughters laid it out. And yeah. like it was weird, uh she still loved it's that whole thing when someone's so like mad genius, like the Bob Marley where his wife's like, Yeah, he's fucking all these Bob Marley, you know yeah, like, it's Kurt he, that's what well, and, like <laughs> and
1: like that doesn't even like that's not even she's Christian, he's agnostic. Like he still believes in a higher power. He's just not Christian. Like Yeah, that would I seem like know. a weird like way. Like that yeah, Unless two like, different articles course, like, put it that now way. Now if he worships Satan <laughs> Right.
0: And, I heard it. And Pellows. Yeah. Um, but no, he, there was a photographer he developed a relationship with and then he fucking took off with her and left his wife. Ah, okay. um, but she was still like about it. She'd still be like, he's so, he still got it. New book, like all happy. Like they still maintained a relationship yeah. um, on speaking terms all the way until he passed That's away or she was she making money, money at first. Yeah. yeah. He was um, getting, she was getting his money. He said, oh, fuck, I can't remember the other thing, but nah, move on. After so that. what
1: was it, Brent?
2: His son know. had a mental breakdown. And some of the articles that I read said that he got really depressed in that portion. One article I read said that he actually attempted suicide in 1984, but I didn't verify that. I mean, who did? Didn't he attempt sources. suicide?
0: Fucking... Uh, no, no, that's right. Yeah, that is, that is when it was. He talked. That's what the thing was. He talked about the the dissolving of his marriage and saying that he loved her more than he loved her when they got married. But something just wasn't right. He said, like, "Just I love you to death, but I can't continue to live my life right. this way." Right. He just wasn't happy. Yeah, are, yeah. He loved her, but yeah. he wasn't happy yeah. in right. the situation. Was, yeah, she wasn't in the
2: butt stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what was <laughs> yeah. that The drawing of the butt. Yeah, hole. He's drawing the butthole, the slit. So it was, there was, it was a cry for there. help. Yeah. 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 So in 1973, he writes Breakfast of Champions, um, with the famous drawing of the butthole, and then he knocks out a bunch of books: Jailbird, Dead Eye Dick, Galapagos, Bluebeard. Um, Hocus Pocus, welcome to the Monkey House. Um, I think my, if anyone's asking, I think my favorite of his books was probably Bluebeard, which is just a great. They're all they're all good. They're nobody all was good asking. I think I think nobody De- was
0: Dead Eye Dick's big. a porno yeah. character. Yeah, for sure. You, 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 you get, yeah. get that look, Pocus, you know what's dude. up. You better be worried. Yeah, like Dead Eye Dick yeah. is you, in Hocus Pocus. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah the Hocus Poke you. Yeah, <laughs> if you see the look, you watch out. He's coming. And just like, like the just like the
2: nature of his writing, like one of his books the narrator is really confusing. It's not Kurt Vonnegut. And it's like, it's, you're not sure what's happening. It's a real, it's a person talking, but it's just weird clues. And you're like, who the fuck is this person who's talking? Mm. And it turns out that this person is (laughs) the ghost of a person who died in the construction of a ship. That characters in the book used to escape a deadly apocalyptic plague. And he was narrating the book to a group of mutated seal humans. Who lived on the planet like a million years later, right before he did enough good deeds that his father came down from heaven to let him into the afterlife. He
0: at least smoked weed.
2: That was the
1: narrator. Yeah. I don't know. know. That's not too far fetched. That's That's not hard to come up with. Great. So good. Dave writes crazy stuff and Dave writes crazy stuff and he's not doing drugs. Like he just has a fucking glass (laughs) coffee. Yeah. I think it was just fucking you can right. think really was just think cigarettes about, and coffee. Well, you yeah. can really th- I mean, if you're. oh, uh, He
0: took Ritalin, though. He did uh, take Ritalin. Yeah. I mean, that's.
1: Yeah. His mind probably ran. Yeah. So. But, yeah. It, it's like if you sat down like. Like if I sit down to write, that's true. I can write some really weird shit. It's just yeah. like like the like the stuff you write. I read like for um for the uh, bonus episode like, <laughs> like on this on this episode of King right. Podcast Sitcom. You know, yeah. Like literally, if you went back and read those, that's a fucking funny ass sitcom. <laughs> yes, I would watch that. Show. But those fun and like there's times where you didn't write, you didn't have time, or something happened, you didn't write those, and I would fill in and write them for right. you. Right. And it's like and I would just come up with some random (laughs) weird shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's fun that shit's fun to do. You know know what I mean? Like you're like, what's funny? Like fucking yeah. yeah. What would be funny? Yeah, Britt continuously yeah, Britt continuously steps on bubble gum. Like it just never
0: stops. (laughs) Like it's like God damn it god damn it god damn it like, every step yeah
2: <laughs> it's just, eight yeah, times
0: hey, this week.
1: yeah my god yeah but you could just you but from that just a simple sentence you can imagine the, the whole story. scene yeah out. you can imagine yeah. the scene playing <laughs> right. out like those right. are great you know
2: yeah um thank you very much um so one thing that i read that was cool about vonnegut is that in his writing studio in new york Which was just like the upstairs bedroom. But when he would write, he would start a new novel. And I saw this in an interview a long time ago and he would, he would paint the wall white. Some Rick Rubin shit. And then he would get a Sharpie and he would just start sketching out the plot and the outline and character names and main quotes Red yarn just on tax. the wall yeah uh, and it was just man. no it was just all sharpie on a wall and that was all the notes for the book and they were sitting right in front of him where his typewriter was and as soon as he finished that book and sent it off to the publisher he put a new coat of white paint on the walls got a new God, sharpie just
0: photographs of those would be cool just yeah, yeah some just fucking architect
2: right like just going layer by layer
0: with some fucking laser reader to like get to those fucking you know i wonder because there's that building downtown that they uh that caught on fire then they tore it down with a quickness and like dug it out and shit now it's just like a pile of dirt right there Mm -hmm. but on the brick wall of the adjacent building that was exposed there's multiple signs painted over multiple signs on exposed brick and i'm like i don't understand like that sign couldn't have existed after that sign because it's like obscured by the other sign like it's like muddled together you know it's like alphabet soup of like Tony's fucking upholstery or whatever it used to be, and then like a fucking tailor and whatever's gonna. You see what I'm saying? Like they didn't like paint over and then paint a new sign. All these weird signs are just on that wall, and they're not. They might have just paint. all been in that one building. They're not over each other and shit. They're not <clears throat> nicely there. Know. It's like <laughs> that sign is it. over the sign, and I'm yeah. like, I don't understand the That's weird. the chronological order of what happened here. Yeah, right. It's strange.
2: Um. But, uh, and also one of my favorite moments was him in back to school, uh, with Rodney Dangerfield cause Rodney Dangerfield in back to school. He plays a millionaire who goes back to school to go to college with his son and, and the
0: kids all, you're supposed to do a paper today. Yeah. Uh, he's, most, Kurt
2: yeah he's supposed to write a The oh, kid's shit. supposed to write a paper yeah. on slaughterhouse five. Yeah. So cut to He's like, oh, I got – and Rodney Dangerfield tells his son, oh, I got someone coming to help me write the paper. And then someone knocks on the door, and he opens it up, and it's Kurt Vonnegut. And he says, hello, I'm Kurt Vonnegut. So he comes in, the implication being he's paying Kurt Vonnegut to write the paper about Slaughterhouse-Five. So he turns it in a couple scenes later, and he gets a (laughs) (laughs) D-plus. Said that it it makes no sense. It has no logical cohesion, like all this stuff. And then his son gets home, and he's on the phone, and and Rodney Dangerfield says – Says Fuck me, Vonnegut. No, fuck you and hangs up the phone. And I just think it's a great like, of course, that's what would happen. Yeah. You would not get that's a best grade Yeah. If Vonnegut wrote He can't baby. even write a dissertation. No, right? exactly. That would be super
0: cool to have uh, like, you know how they have undercover boss. If they had undercover like English professor, like so they took English like literate like legends, like take people that are like professional writers, like do the rights game with like all these people, and then have them write the assignments and let regular English teachers grade the papers. That'd be funny under the 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 guys that a student had written that paper. Right, and don't hold back, like write to the best of your fucking ability and see if there's anything. And the thing is, oh my god, this kid's a genius. At a
2: hardcore research institution, you could even legally do that because the students and the professors when they start working there or attending there they basically sign off that you are willing you are a willing participant in any study. non-invasive yeah. psychological stuff oh, that's yeah. cool see so and that freaks me out <laughs> yeah because <laughs> like, you don't know what's don't happening know, yeah because yeah you don't know yeah, what there's the some fuck. crazy shit like, out there there's some yeah. shit. it's non-invasive yeah. we're just observing behaviors but yeah. we might have done that yeah you know you can't bust that kid for plagiarism because you know It'd be cool.
0: I mean, it's not undercover boss is amazing though. That's yeah, really, so is. Fucking love there's always thing, some asshole manager. Have you ever yeah. watched that shit? Yeah. Like yeah. they'll go and fucking the asshole manager works alongside the garbage truck or whatever. I, just wish they had,
1: I wish they, I wish it was a better editing team. And they're talking shit the whole time.
0: Like, they'll about be like, the well, what would we do and here? And they tell us something. They're like dicks to the employees yeah. and shit. Yeah. And there's that one, the last one I watched and it was just like, he fucking raised her salary and like fired the fucking dude. And it was, you're like, Oh fuck. It's just so vindicating like to watch it happen. Yeah. It's, is it real though? Uh, it doesn't know. seem scripted. On we
1: should do it at your it. at your place.
0: A me? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go back and will you'll,
2: you'll go undercover
0: and yeah. then go in. My in. own place with a mustache. Go undercover
1: like you're a new
2: employee. i like, James, you're real grumpy. Just tell, <laughs> just tell CJ. <laughs> Why are you so
1: grumpy,
0: cat? Tell yeah. CJ that you need your. <laughs> I'm, I'm your new guy. I need to be trained. <laughs> oh, oh <my> man. <laughs> I called someone this week with a fake voice. I won't say who it is. I don't call it out right now. I'll tell you off air. But I called it a fake voice and did the whole. I said my name was Winston and I had some questions and a bunch of shit. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, not right now. It's OK. Like, just call back later. So it's like. I called back later in the day, again, in character. Pulled, it's someone I know, too. <laughs> Did it again, in character, and then they still didn't have what I needed, and I was like, okay, so I just I hung up and left it at that. That's funny. They still don't know. you gotta call him to call back, then.
1: Yeah. yeah, you I to call him back because they think it's over.
2: Yeah. So Vonnegut kind of quits writing for a while and starts to do art. His art is amazing and weird and <sighs> – just raw and basic and cool. Like that piece that I got doesn't look like his art. It's normally like people it's kind of, Funky with faces merging into faces, and it looks very nineteen sixties. Like it's really funky. Yeah, stuff. someone told him
0: he was the only artist who paints like he writes. Yeah, because it was so <laughs> it didn't strange. make sense. Yeah, 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 weird. It was kind of cool though. It's, know, cool some, it's cool stuff. There's a fucking crazy ass artist. Like, no, there's, there's cool. It's look it's, it's at cool Vonnegut. I really, and you I really and see the weird paintings. It's like I really like some of his triangle nosed fucking. Yeah, you know, I like to. Uh, yeah. like I like to just Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Um, and then uh. He released a, b- a book, Timequake, shortly before, I think it was his last novel, actually, shortly before he That makes, you, that makes me want toast. Timequake?
1: Yeah. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. So you
0: said
2: that, and I want French toast. Weird. We got a great name for French toast company. Time Apparently, Quake. Apparently, Time Quake. Yeah. Ooh. Didn't that make like, you want to Toast?
0: Quick, maybe it's like the Quick Oats Breakfast connection. You're maybe. thinking like Quick Oats Quaker, Time Quaker, Quick Time, Five yeah. Minutes, French Five Minutes. Yeah. I see a connection there. Something to happened. Yeah, five Minutes.
1: I want French toast.
0: I know, but you got from breakfast. You went from Quaker maybe. to oats. They made the Five Minutes I thought about it French all, toast. Though. I'm pretty sure that's how it happened.
2: So in 2007, (laughs) I think it was actually the same year. I think I think Timequake came out in 2007. um, He actually fell in his apartment and hit his head, and then. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, I had you.
0: The timing was good. <laughs>
2: but now I'm genuinely laughing because he laughed at the guy who fell in
1: his <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah. A, that <laughs> it all came full circle. I knew it would at some point. I get to laugh. You've been waiting for an hour and 29 minutes. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was coming, but I, I knew it would come oh, around. Shit. Oh, shit. so he died. <laughs> <laughs> He died. He <laughs> died. I didn't know he died. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that's fucking ironic. Oh man.
2: So it goes. Oh my god. I, for oh. half a second. I thank you, Brad. You you made me understand.
1: Oh, I couldn't have ended god. that better. Oh, so that's that's, that's hilariously ironic. Oh,
0: fun again. Oh, Oh. man,
1: that was great. He would have appreciated that.
0: Yes. (laughs) All right. So we're part of the Podbilly Podcast Network. Go to podbilly.com. Check out other cool podcasts. Uh, Some of those podcasts like Super Garbage Day with Brian Ross. I guess he's having some Super Bowl crazy Hmm. video game thing. I submitted Fester's Quest. They're supposed to be the worst Nintendo game you ever played. What would you say is the worst Nintendo game you ever played? Mm, there's
1: a lot. There's some bad ones. There's
0: definitely some funky ones for sure some that are some ones. bullshit. I feel like I enjoyed all the Nintendo games I played.
1: Bad. Even like Excite Bike is. Popular. Oh yeah, it's like you know what made it, the only it's thing that like made Excite Bike so cool
0: is that you could right. make your own. Yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, but it was pretty bad. It cool. But it still like, sucked. Yeah, the bike terrible. would overheat yeah. if you held down the throttle and for very long at all.
1: Jump. Everything was like fucking pyramids. Yeah, it was just a little blocky pyramids. I mean, yeah. I don't know. One of the best games though, was like Tech Mobile. Tech Mobile. I, I don't like football, and I actually played the no, football. No, no I know. I, that's what I'm friends, saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, but Tech Mobile. Um, yeah, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Those are some of the best. you
0: Punch know, Street Fighter. Punch Out. Mortal
1: me
2: you know, those games. I really those want to buy the new Street Fighter. There's no kinda, Mortal Kombat on original it was the NES. fucking it awesome. There awesome, was
0: no Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat on original NES. No, that was Sega. I saw clips. I guess there's like a. Mortal Kombat. On, on NES, eight
1: yes. bit. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, No, yes, yes.
0: Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, don't I guess there's so.
1: a I world tour
2: it. mode where you like walk around in the world. On which one? On Street Fighter Six. And you like from the clips I saw, you can just fight anybody. Oh, someone on the street, just like someone and then it just it on goes the to a match and you just go side side. and they just fucking die because they're a piece of shit. It doesn't turn into a match or anything. <laughs> I couldn't tell based on the clip I saw, but it made me very excited. It looks fucking great. You can fully customize your own character. That's a lot. When she gets That's too much it like that, good. I can't play it. Like that looks good. I'm tem- I'm tempted to get it.
0: That's why I want. I wanted to like Breath of the Wild and I wanted to play that shit, but it just it was too much. So, <clears> but uh, <throat> check out Super Garbage Day podcast. You know, sure, maybe
1: it is. Just- i don't think so on i think super that was nintendo. sega
0: yeah i didn't have super nintendo but i know around sega super nintendo is when those games started i
1: mean, i'm tripping man i thought there was
0: a because oh, think did on the nes it was like karate you know what my, it was like bullshit, you know what might yeah you know, Double you know what might have fucked yeah. me is they have
1: roms on the nes oh yeah. like in those cartridges and yeah. that might have fucked my brain up
0: yeah because the fighting games at that point was like the wrestling games they had like the wwe wrestling and it was yeah. fucking rough um, oh yeah, you that, could climb yeah. up in the corner. And well, jump back then I think it was just wrestling. It was wrestling. I don't even yeah. think it was. But
1: but had the guy with the star. Yeah, the guy with like, the star Oh my god, there cocoa. And, that was a bad one.
0: And then the karate even like even like TNC mm-hmm.
1: surf was like
0: pretty bad. Like, oh, the it was skate like, part though, I loved playing that shit. I know, but it was still pretty. The surf bad. Surf sucked. Like, TNC skate was awesome though. I can hear the music in my head right fucking now. Track and field. Yeah, dude. I still have. I have the power pad i still have it yeah it's rolled up in my garage oh, i nice. have that fucking power pad i should fucking hang that up at the shop or something people get so excited when they come in the shop i had a grown-ass man the other day being like yo i tried to i've click. only come in the shop four times uh, friday the 13th. Friday, <laughs> the 13th friday the 13th was fucking terrible he was like trying to fucking uh click duck hunt but he didn't know yet i was like no bro here He was getting ready to leave with his wife I was like come back i know you want to play duck hunt he's like bro i do i clicked it it didn't start i was like no you got to hit start on the controller too He's like, oh, so I hit it, and he started playing Duck Hunt like he was fucking a little kid again. Yeah, dude. It was funny. So anyway, Super Garbage Day podcast. Go check it out. If you like retro video games, you're going to like the podcast. Also, check out Art and Jacob Do America and Robots for Eyes. Um, also, we're brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. It's nutritious and it's delicious. Um, they are coming out with six new flavors. This is big news. Not a lot has changed. It's in our time. Mm-hmm. In our time, I think Blacks came out. I think the Black Edition came really? out. Yeah, it was right. It had just come out or mm-hmm. came out while we uh, – that was a I new flavor. I
2: said that. Yeah, that was a new flavor. That makes me even extra excited about the six new yeah. flavors. I
0: remember that we well, got – we knew. We got the samples. Us. They gave us a bunch yeah. of the samples. I, yeah. I don't think most of those samples that we Made got –
1: turned made it though. yeah, yeah. Um, it was like, like it was a test trials like I, we, yeah. we yeah. tried them and then they were like and then we gave them feedback
0: because i got to see the list and i got mm-hmm. to see like uh early photo shoot stuff of the of the sauces for marketing and stuff the I got new to see flavors that, of the new flavors so i got to see Oh, the we're gonna new talk about that after yeah. the episode after, yeah. yeah um like so uh, I, looking at the
1: colors i was guessing you know what I mean, like the I bottle bet, colors. You I know? bet you're not
0: going to guess when I tell you. I, I probably make, won't, but I was there's guessing. Three that yeah. you'll be like, oh, whoa, yeah, the eggplant's I didn't guess there that. for sure. Eggplant, yeah. So yeah, yeah. eggplant, They're all based off emojis. Yeah, well, you're yeah. not going to. Oh, I mean, why would you, you know. not? Exactly. It's there's the fucking, a peach and an eggplant. It's the 29th yeah.
1: century. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And now they come in shake weight bottles. Like yeah. you, you can shake them. They spur. Yeah, yeah. This shit's like they love us. This shit's Catholic. You know what I mean? Uh, so, go to shopelucateco.com if you want to get some hot sauce. Currently, it comes in a variety of seven flavors, but that's about to change. It's going to be lucky number 13. Fuck yeah. They thought that one 13 through. Flavors? Yeah, they're going to have 13 flavors. 13 flavors. Nice. Yeah. Um, like so, it won't come in a six pack anymore. It'll still be a six pack, but the variety is going to get crazy. You're going to have to get two six packs, yep. and you'll yeah. still be one short. You know, it comes after 13, right? What? A dead body. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Flavor the 13th.
1: Yeah.
0: Ooh, that's good. That's wow, good. All every month. Wow, it's happening. Every month. <laughs> yeah. Friday the 13th flavor. Nope. I wonder if they should have released them one by one. Nah. No, nah, he's just fucking hit. He's go just fat people in the face. Just go for yeah. it, yeah. You to, know, what?
2: It's it's the streaming philosophy. Just drop the whole season.
0: Yeah, so hopefully, yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah. we get yeah. some kind of cool like uh, early kit or something. I can't make that claim, but like maybe we'll get it before people get it and we can, we can brag about it. That'd be fun. They, out. Yeah. they do love us. Maybe that'll happen. <laughs> well,
1: we'll still get it before a lot of people get it. No, like, like Dave said, too. There's like people eight years in. I can't find it still. I don't yeah. know where it's at.
0: It's been hiding from me for nine years. Someone in the group said what's Teko? What the fuck is Teko? The fucking yeah. responses were cold enough. <laughs> just <laughs> give of jaw drops like, i don't know if they were trolling or, the, or not but i was like how would you listen to the podcast and be in the group and honestly not know what the fuck maybe was? yeah maybe they're new though <sighs> we say them we say it constantly it's yeah like but I maybe every time they're like, flooded they by pictures about? oh true maybe they're just like what is that but yeah. no I mean, maybe they just turn off and like we're like that's vonnegut and they don't listen to the sponsors maybe they don't they're not in the nest yeah i might happen. They just might not get it so like, but anyway, like
1: dave with sofa king yeah, six, right. for two weeks. For two years. <laughs> no, it was like two weeks. No, it was like weeks. two years. No, it was a couple weeks. couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, not two years. There was something else that went on for a couple of years that. He that
0: was uh, a Chipotle uh, <laughs> Eli Canteco. He was loving it and bragging about it, and then it turned out. No, funny. no, no, no,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: went on for quite a while. Yeah, that yeah, it did, did, but it no, did. it was something else that we
1: did that he didn't get, and he yeah. thought it was something else for a long, for like years.
0: So, but Elio it's fucking amazing, and it's about to become more amazing. So if, uh, if somehow you didn't find the flavor well, you Well, Brent's wanted, jazzed about it, so I'm, I know it's not some sure. weird flavors. Yeah, so. um, It might be some weird flavors. We'll see. We'll talk about it after. <laughs> I, I am jazzed about it. Um, anyways, check that out. Go to shopeliocateco.com. Also, check out Print Dirt Cheap. You go to printdirtcheap.com um, to get stickers and or printed goods. Check out Two Day Banners. That's the number two twodaybanners.com. Uh, check out Jimmy D's T's across social media and at mm. Jimmy D's T's. I'm going to
1: do the two day banner thing too. I'm waiting. Yeah. Like specifically because we have a, we're doing a con
0: next weekend. I saw oh, you started posting because, again. Yeah. No, I didn't. Oh, Bob it, is. Uh, he has a typo, but I'll show you later. Yeah. I don't care. But anyways, um, check, mind. out podcra- uh, mm-hmm. check out Mindframe no, podcast. Check out Mindframe podcast. Speaking of typos. A, a typo out of my mouth yeah. um, across all listening platforms. And uh, that's all I got. All right, if you're on Reddit, Go to our four slash Sofa king. Uh, you go. They've had some, yeah, so
2: oh, I was going to shout out a couple. Of, oh, yeah. go ahead. They're patrons. important. They're important. We they got So, um, you guys remember Chris Robinson? I do. Yeah, from the I family.
1: Do. I don't really remember him. <laughs> Swiss guy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Chris rem- family Robinson. Yes. Yeah, I the remember that. Yeah, like boat crash or some yeah. traumatic. Yeah. I remember his mom. They lived in a tree house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 she yeah. was hot though. For coconut a, bombs. Yeah, for though. being a tree. Yeah, for being bombs? a tree bitch. She was hot. Fighting pirates. That was one hot tree bitch. It was a hot tree bitch. Yeah, his sister. Not so much, though. You know, like sometimes,
2: like, yeah, most tree, tree bitch bitches model, are
1: not hot, yeah. And then, and then, like, the sister
2: is like weird. Yeah, they end up feral with weird hair. Yeah, and funky feral. Teeth. That's a good yeah, way to put it. It's kind like of Chris hot, Chris though, Ferrell. sometimes. Yeah.
0: Like Chris Ferrell, hot. Yeah. But yeah, he's hot. He's yeah. a sexy yeah. man. Small, but sexy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like Axel shoulders.
0: Yeah.
2: Thanks, Chris Family Robinson. So thank you, Chris Family Robinson. And then we've got uh, Scott Coons. Mm, that's mm, racist. That, bro. That's K- racist as fuck. A U H N S. Nice place, guy. Yeah, we, yeah. Know we go there. Wow.
0: Yeah. When did you change that?
2: <laughs> Fucking change that spelling.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'd <sighs> take his wife's last name.
0: He owned slaves for sure somewhere uh, in his past. I yeah, think so.
1: a
2: lot of tattoos.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all swashed so, because
0: all of them.
2: I saw a cool tattoo concept. What's that? Someone got like a... The
0: negative space? A
2: honeycomb. Mm-hmm. Just like a honeycomb oh, all the way down their arm. Yeah. And then they go to random tattoo shops and then just say, fill in this one. Oh, that's kind of cool. And they're just like, I guess. whatever you want to do. Oh, yeah, put something just, in the honeycomb. So there's a little, a little tiny grid? Use a honeycomb. Something in and the you honeycomb. Just so they've got like go
0: fucking someone. 50 tattoos. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, yeah.
2: fill in one. I don't care which
0: they one. They probably
1: yeah. go to like yeah. certain artists they like yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That's kind of And then cool. it's like, I don't yeah. even, like
2: whatever you want to do, just yeah. do there's something. A, I that was cool. a really there's a spade cool in one of those for fucking sure. There's a spade. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
1: Well, what's cool about that too, is the artist is going to look at what else is there. Yeah. And try and like be different, but still blend it. Like, yeah, it's kind of cool. I would come
0: in with one of those hospital gowns and just one little fucking octagon missing. Like a patch. They don't get look. Yeah. You can't compare until uh, after. Then you pull it off and you're like, oh, there's, you reveal it. Yeah. You know, you only leave the blank space available to that tattoo artist. They do it. Veal it. unseen. Peel the rest off. Now, I think it's important and that they like, see it. Spade, really? This guy fit a whole cherry blossom tree. No, they see the whole thing because that yeah? might influence. The theme. Yeah. yeah. Did you it's, say veal it like the color? Yeah, veal it like the color. Yeah. Oh. I didn't What's say that. Color? That's a strange claim that you said, but I rolled with it. You said veal No, no, no. Hmm. v like, like the color, color, color mm-hmm. yeah color violet. that's my favorite color okay you didn't say violet. <laughs> not to my knowledge we uh, you back. have to play that back I think it said <laughs> you said violet. you violet, like yeah. yeah. you, you brought
1: it like the color yeah you violet, you brought it alright uh, if you're on Reddit go to r4 Facebook, Instagram and Twitter we are at selfkingpodcast personal Instagrams I'm at wolves. we have Self King Brit and Self King Dave and um yeah that's pretty much it don't be a back.